from the YBA Phoenix Fitness 24-7 Basketball Facility in Rockland, California. It's About That Life Podcast with your host, Coach C. Collins and Coach MJ. Hey, welcome to About That Life Podcast. I'm Coach C. Collins. Coach MJ, GGT. And we welcome you to our show. If you've been watching, you've been listening, I know on the audio side, I've been... Uh, Seeing we're getting a steady, steady stream of people checking us out. If you're checking us out on the YouTube side, thank you as well. Um, if you're hearing us on the audio side, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. Again, we talk a little bit of AU basketball, a little bit of life, a little bit of everything, um, you know, for the culture of the game. People who have a passion for the game um, from different walks of life. Obviously, we've had movie directors like Deion oh, Taylor on the yeah. show. We've had AAU directors. We've had referees. We've had former players. We've had... Um, rappers right right rappers, rappers like an artist like yeah. we're again we just want to our our we all share a passion for basketball we all have our own outlook but i just uh the the premise of the show is to show people out there what um you could become outside of this game and and how it could translate to everything else you do so um without further ado uh let's let's uh get to our sponsors to get to our guests so my first sponsor shout out to you uh, Dr. Dish, uh, best shooting machine on the market. Um, go ahead and check them out. They got the All-Star, the Rebel, different versions like that. Um, the, I use them personally in my gym. Uh, tell them about that Life Sent You. They'll hook you up with a discount. Also, if you're looking for AAU tournaments, go ahead and check out Hardwood Palace out here in Rockland, California. Uh, they have recreation with Hardwood Hoops. They also have AAU tournaments every weekend. Um, they have really high competitive teams to even, you know, kind of developmental teams. They have a good fit for all you guys, so please feel free to check them out. Now, with that out the way, um, let me get to my guess. Well, I shouldn't say solely my guess. Mark's guess. Yeah, no, about that life guess. About <laughs> All right. Life, yeah. A GGT member. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, so uh, I want to introduce Oscar. I love this. <laughs> What's up? Uh, my name's Oscar. This is my brother G. Introduce himself. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah. What's up? Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. No problem. Um, but for uh, getting everything, um, I. He's an artist. Um, I've heard some of your music. I do my research before guests come on. So um, you have one song that I think is was doing really well. Maybe one or two. Um, I remember hearing it on your Instagram Hayden. before. Yeah, that's like at twenty eight right movie. now. Right, twenty eight thousand yeah. uh, for the music video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then how 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 is everything? Like I'm assuming like streams. Is that one of your top songs right now or streaming wise? Yeah, it's yeah. one of my top songs. But lately. Um, from the last project that I dropped, it's, that's mm -hmm. been doing better. Yeah. Like, then the singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Nice. Right now, that was still, like, the top one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, then, um, appreciate you being on the show. Um, before we delve into your history. Well, hold on. Let me give you my formal applause. Hey. Right. <laughs> I almost forgot. My fault. Got to get the crowd reaction. Welcome to the show. But, um, no, uh, before we delve into your career and your aspirations for that side of it, why don't we talk about um, U2's connection and, you know, your history with basketball and your love for it. And, you know, tell us tell us your journey. How did you get here? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we met Mark uh, when I was about – when I was going into freshman year, my brother was still – he had just got back from playing professional basketball. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to get into – trying to get a trainer, and we – he, we met Mark, and honestly, like, 
from since we met him, it was just like you could tell he had that drive, you know. Yeah. And um, we just started working out with him consistently. And how long has it been? Was it like four or five years? Has it been? It's been like four or five years. Five, yeah, four, four or five, five years. years ago. But it was like you know, like in the. I remember if you remember that gym. Remember you and Marcus came. Yeah, I remember. We did that. like a yeah, video yeah. out there in Davis. That oh, was like wow. the first yeah, gym. Yeah, I remember like, that. You know, I had yeah. a chance to kind of start my training yeah. stuff when I first moved out here. Like I said, G G was still playing professionally in Mexico. Nice. I, I trained him and I trained yeah. him. Yeah. You know. I was actually trying to go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For my Achilles. Oh yeah. man, I know that injury. Trust me too well. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then. Um, yeah, he was training, working was, with you. Go, yeah. He go just um, he was helping me. I was trying out for the freshman team, mm -hmm. you know. And I was my brother. I was training with my brother too. At which high school? Because I, I was born. Was. I was born in Woodland. Okay, uh, raised in Sacramento, but I still went to high school in Woodland. So okay. like Pioneer High School. I was. I went to Woodland Woodland High School freshman year, and mm -hmm. I transferred to Pioneer during okay. sophomore rest of year or for the rest of high school, but um. During freshman year, I would at Woodland High we were trying to prep me up to, you know, mm -hmm. be on make the freshman team at the right. time because I had been playing baseball all my life leading up to that. All right. And um, but yeah, Mark got me right. I was as a freshman, you know, had me starting. So like, <laughs> yeah, this, I, I got some old school videos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got some. I got some stuff in 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 the back back from twenty what like twenty. 19, and then, so, you know, you fast forward after high school, um, obviously you still, I'm assuming you still love basketball. You still have a passion for it, yeah. but obviously your, your career trajectory is mm -hmm. going in a different path. Um, when for you, did you kind of decide this is, you know, what you rather pursue or what you want to do? What I want to do. Yeah. Um, it was really it started off because I've always been like I grew up around music and I've played instruments since a young age. Nice. And um, it started off during COVID. I, I was messing around just like making beats. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was during online school, right? So instead of being in my online classes, I was always just like making beats, just spending all my days just getting right. good at it, you know, just like <laughs> making beat after beat. And it was it got to the point where um, I started getting artists to use them like nice. getting placements some bigger artists like from sacramento you know just mm -hmm. trying to starting to get my name out there and eventually it became like it got to the point where i was sending out my beats and i wasn't really liking like what the artists were doing to them <laughs> so i was just like man i think so I i'm could. gonna do this shit myself <laughs> i was like i think i could i could approach this like better you know so it just started off like making songs for fun like mm -hmm. you know just just messing around with it, having fun with it, and experimenting, and then eventually it turned into, you know, something where we had a song, and it was just like, I, I can't hold on to this. I can't just keep this to myself. You right. Know? But, yeah, and then eventually, fast forward, like, seven or seven months ago, going mm -hmm. on seven months ago, I dropped my first single. Nice. Hayden. Sir. What was Hayden. the name of it? Hayden. That was the Hayden. one. Hayden. Okay. I dropped my first single. I think that's the one I heard, yeah. I'm, like, 90% sure that was the one I heard. It was yeah. a good song. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. But um, I think I think the biggest story I remember when they told me when uh, I think you told me it was during COVID and uh, was it a keyboard? I think your brother, their wow. other brother Mondo, I guess was he in the military during that time? So 
Yeah, he was he was serving his last year. And, yeah, or no, he was he was yeah. in the middle. Yeah, he was in serving his last. And this year. was before you made beats, right? right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so tell listen to the story. So it's crazy. Okay. My, uh-huh. Mondo, my my the middle brother. Yeah, he um he ordered a like a MIDI keyboards like mm-hmm. to make beats on. Yeah, like, and he was trying to order it to his house in Texas, right? Right. <laughs> but he accidentally ordered it to our house. Yeah, bro, this is crazy. And so. <laughs> I was like, that was like during the online school time. So yeah. I had this keyboard and it came with like a free program of, it's called Ableton Lite. Yeah. It's basically you make, it's a program you can make beats on. And okay. So I, that was how it all started. Cause I told him, I was like, Hey, like this keyboard came right. with your name on it. And he was like, he, at first he was like, Oh yo, can you ship that back out to me? And I yeah. was just like, yeah. Like I was like, all right. Yeah. And <laughs> never, like, I, I never was, quite like, happened. It was yeah. already, it was like already open. Right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and he was yeah. just like, he was just like, nah, you can keep it, bro. Like I'll nice. another one. And then, <laughs> and that's crazy. If you think about it, it's like, if that would have went to Texas, there's no hating. There's right. no singles. There's right. no Ramy. There's no, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, because, Right, yeah, right. Yeah. That's how it works. I mean, so yeah, man. That's 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 a blessing. Like like we that's talked about saying. before the show, you yeah. know, with yeah, getting this facility. Yeah, just, man. Things happen for a reason. You know what I mean? Serendipities. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you're well, you're in a very competitive sport, as you know. Mm-hmm. Being an artist is a, it's probably just as equally as competitive as mm-hmm. basketball, right? Cutthroat, cutthroat, and too. and it's a young man sport. On top of that, you know what I mean? Of course, you got your your DMXs who really got big when he was like 30 something or whatever. But I'm just saying for the most part, it's a young man's game. Yeah. Um, and you, I'm pretty sure you figured out you're going to have to work pretty damn hard at this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what keeps you going? What, what makes you, you know, I mean, I would assume you love it, but yeah. it's gotta be more than just that. Right. Yeah. I, I really believe that this is something that I can manifest into like something really big that can mm-hmm. eventually you know, change not only my life, but like the, my family's life and yeah. overflow into, mm-hmm. you know, become something bigger more than just for myself, you know? And I think if, as long as I keep to keep pushing that and staying consistent with what I'm trying to do, then eventually, like, you know, eventually it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all inevitable. It's yeah. inevitable. All it takes is one. Yeah. <laughs> you get one, you get one great hit and mm-hmm. keep it going from there. I mean, you got a lot. They don't even know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, the thing for him too is he produces. Yeah, which is yeah. a whole different. You know, like there's artists, but then there's also producers. Yes. Right. Artists, producers, and that. Yeah. One of the things that he didn't mention was like I think the whole thing kind of when he got a young and ace placement mm-hmm. when it kind of it hit the top of the charts uh in mm. apple music for like number 10 yeah yeah mm. and he was still in high school nice he was a senior <laughs> in high school That's and good. you know they, we had to sign off for him to get his money to, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, yeah. and i think yeah. that's for me just from a third perspective yeah i think that's when it kind of hit him like oh snap like i could do this like and get paid for it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you yeah. absolutely can. Yeah. That's true. Oh, that's good. That's true. I mean, so let me see. Just make sure I got my ducks in a row. <laughs> um, how how has him being in your life and, you know, some of the things he's taught you, how has that impacted you and helped you, you know, progress and build the cornerstones for yourself? Um, it's he's definitely gave given me like a perspective of what actually needs to be done to get to the level you want to be because I like I see all the work that the athletes put in in order to get to a certain level and like it's you know it's not 
It's not. It's not. You want. We don't do it just mm-hmm. for fun. Yeah, like we do it because right. we love it. But it's yeah. like, you know, you're really dedicating a lot of time. And no sleep sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's um, just the mentality of just also keep going. Like even through, just keep going. You know, and and yeah, it's just helped me just stay motivated even seeing just being around him when he talks to his athletes he gives them life advice of just like yeah that's what he's trying to do yeah, i get it yeah no a thousand percent so it's it's definitely helped with my my work ethic i feel like too like being consistent you know and like even rep it like like seeing how much he emphasizes like repetition too it's just because you know it's like Chopping yeah. wood, you know, yeah. so, it's like chopping wood. The more you do it, uh, the better you get at it, and the easier it becomes. You know, you're only eighteen. You're only eighteen. Right. So ten years from now, when you're twenty eight, it's yeah. like you put in the work. And that's one yeah. of the things that that I love about him, and and, and like his family, like mm-hmm. them. You know, like one thing that um, we haven't brought up is like you know, like there's no GGT Productions without them. You know, like G is my business partner. I mean, in a way, like. They're both my business partner from a standpoint. Like, they were with me from the beginning. I've seen before the music, you know, yeah. To, yeah. To, to see where, you know, we was trying to make him a killer, you know, on the court. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I know that at the end of the day, he's taken a lot of those life lessons from his brother being a professional athlete, playing in Mexico, going through the things, meeting me and me sharing monster, me training him and him hanging, being around Marcus Jopi, who's a high jumper at Kansas State, being around Myron Amy, go, going one-on-one against Myron and Jaden and Noah and all these kids who just like him where you know we've had mj on the show and kendall he was in the trenches with those kids so to see to see him now um it's very inspiring for me because like of course i know that you know he looks because me and his brother we are older we've gone through life i know we are leading by example but even with somebody like him which you know even though he's young like that also kind of motivates me which is to me what i say like when you have a kid where there's a lot of very talented kids right and again there's different genres different styles you know yeah for me with him he's you know we say this a lot he's sticking to the blueprint of how to do it the right way to go along with his talent, how he's guided the environment that he's in. Like he's doing it the right way. Good. And at the end of the day, I feel like if he keeps doing what he's supposed to do, then yeah, like I said, he's, he's, he's going to, he's going to show that everybody, no matter of background, where you're from, if you really work hard at what you love, just like me and you, you know what I'm saying? Just like his yeah. brother and everybody else. And then, yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's inevitable. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to be successful in life. Man, one thing I've learned, especially, and it's just me talking, period, as a OG looking at the evolution of music yeah. and hip-hop and yeah. everything else, like, you know, your background don't matter, man. It's it's If you if you master your craft and mm-hmm. people like it, you'll be just fine. Nope. Drake was from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, An actor on Right, yeah. exactly. Right. Like, it don't matter, man. Just yeah. as long as you got a passion for it and do it the right way, I think yeah. you'll be fine. Sure. So... What would you say for yourself? Like, what would you identify as? What would you call your your music, or what 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 audience are you trying to tap into? Right, it's, it's very hip hop. Like, I I think I do tap into like the R and B side too, hip hop R and B, 
and yeah, like just around there. Yeah, I like to produce. Okay. I really like to produce everything. Okay. Know? Yeah, you know, I don't. I I try not to stick too much to that because I feel right. like you, you can put yourself in a box sometimes. You can. So, you know, I stay in that lane, but it's it's really you know it's it's, it's a lot of everything. You have uh, any favorite artists for yourself, or any artists like if you had a dream artist you could work with? You have any you've mm. thought of? J. Cole, like, I, my, growing up, my brother's just a lot of J. Cole. Nice. You know, I mean, eventually, I see myself working with Drake. I see myself yeah. working with Justin Bieber. Speaking to existence. I see myself working with, you know. <laughs> That'd be great. You know, I, like, I, I think. Because like I said, I had the first interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Hey, for real. That's no, why we got him on. Right? No, that's no, good. But I believe that if I keep just t- locking in and staying focused, then that's. That's an achievable goal, you know? No, I agree. I mean, even if it's not to the point where I'm, like, on the song with them, but in the room producing for them, like, because I, I think that's one advantage I have as an artist is that, like, if I'm not saying, like, the, as an artist it won't work out, but if it didn't work out, I always have the producing side that I can, like, lean on and push. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you can still make money as a producer. That and boy got skills, it. too. We yeah. got skills. That's what's up. No, that's good. I mean... So have you thought, like, in terms of, and I'm sure, you know, you being a big brother and stuff, you might have talked to him about this stuff, but, like, in, in you know, investing and making some moves for yourself, you know, kind of like investing in the equipment and things like that. I only speak on that because, yeah, as you can see, you're living in something, or not living, mm-hmm. you're around something I just invested my yeah. life into, you yeah. know what I mean? So I just wonder if you thought of those type of things, too. A thousand percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the first, uh, the Young and Ace placement, the first check, music check I ever got, it was like 1500 right? 1300 nice. I went, I bought a mic, <laughs> a, a brand new mic, a new some new headphones, yeah. like an interface. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, let's get it popping. Yeah, mm-hmm. people do don't know man you got to invest in yourself that's one big thing so then i want to talk a little basketball from your side of it and of course your side of it too um (laughs) um so mainly a a big part of obviously this show or the premise of this show is aau basketball right i talk culturally about aau basketball especially for the our listeners Mm -hmm. obviously they know um we're tapped into that world and the cool part is, I will say, there are a lot of people that actually listen to this show, and actually, yeah. it yeah, surprises really. me sometimes. Yeah. But there's actually people yeah. like I go to a, I go to a tournament in the Bay, or some people will come up to me, "Hey, man, I love your show." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> That's awesome. thanks." Yeah. You know, it's just it's surreal yeah. for me because I'm like, I mean, I'm gonna be real. He knows. I talk yeah. about it all the time on the show. This is kind of my therapy. Yeah, <laughs> I get to I'm just imagine. sit and talk basketball and yeah. talk a little mess, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I throw a few people under the bus, but I try not to do it too much. But no, like, yeah, I just I, all I try to speak is just the reality of what I see in my opinion. Yeah. Some people can agree, disagree, and that's fine. Again, I'm fine with people disagreeing with me. I think I've challenged people plenty of times yeah. to come on the show disagree yeah. with me. They won't do it, but yeah. um, I'm curious. I'm always curious from like a younger man like yourself's perspective mm-hmm. from someone who's outside of it right because i remember like when we had speaking of kai when we had kai on the show yeah. we talked about you know what do you see in AU now that you're yeah. out of it mm-hmm. right and um you know my side of it it's 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 crazy it's the wild west but i'm just curious what what are, what are your thoughts good bad and different when it comes to AU basketball if you if you you know, I've seen enough I, of it. I've seen what I, what I, one thing I've noticed is I don't know if it's become like a 
cool thing in my generation to be like super nonchalant and like not mm-hmm. try hard. Mm-hmm. You know, like not try cool. hard. Yeah, you like <laughs> too you too cool. you too cool to try hard. Like <laughs> and it's like like what are you doing out there then? You know what I mean? But um I see a lot of yeah, that was one that's one thing that I've noticed is just like I don't know if that's like a that's like a thing in my generation. It's cool to be like not try hard. I don't know, man. I think it's highlight culture. That's what I blame it on. And and again, I said it last episode. I say it again. No knock on any of the highlight companies. I don't knock simply ball is life, overtime, whatever. Dude, make your money. Like, this is a capitalist society. If you find a niche, make your money, right? But, you know, you got kids who are playing for highlights as opposed to playing the game and just getting highlights, right? That's what what I'm noticing anyway. And, um, There's a lot of young talent, though. There's, like, seen a yeah, young ta- like crazy talent. Yeah. It's like that. Uh, like, I can't even imagine being like twelve years old. Like, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of a lot of talent, but yeah, you know, yeah. You uh, you got any thoughts on that one? Um, I mean, how about for you? Like when you were um, you played AAU. Do you feel like? Uh, let me ask you this, like, because we were just talking about one of my players, right? Who's from the area, right? Um, of Solano, Yolo County. For you, you know, and of course, G as well. What would you guys, and I'm not from this area, what's, what would you guys say from your perspective, the difference, whether it's mindset, athleticism, maybe lack of resources from the areas like Woodland, Dixon, Winters, you know what I'm saying? Um, Maybe even David. I mean, David is big. They got money. But and then you come out here, Sacramento, and you got facilities like this. We don't got none of that. Vacaville, Davis, Dixon. For you guys, you know, you guys are born and raised here, you know, and I feel like it's good that you guys are here. We can start that conversation. I feel like that that's a loaded com- question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got all night. We got all lo- night. That's a loaded question because, like, I felt this way for a long time. When I came back from uh, from playing college basketball i wanted to coach in woodland mm-hmm. it didn't work out i tried and i ended up like leaving because i didn't want to be associated with losing to be mm-hmm. honest with you mm-hmm. and i wasn't running things the way i wanted to so mm-hmm. i was like because i was trying to do it from like the sidelines you yeah, know yeah. i didn't want to take the whole head coaching responsibility which is a lot yeah to be a head coach Mark and I tried to coach an AAU team. Mm-hmm. What was that? During COVID. During COVID. Oh, remember that? Yeah, I remember. He and was I, helping. And yeah, I yeah, I remember that. Him before we started. <laughs> I said, this is some shit you don't yeah. really know. He found it. He yeah. told me, too. I told like, him, yeah. I'll go with you, bro, but don't count on me all the time. I, I, so, so I'll let you know. when I. So after ARC, I played at ARC. I got. Mm-hmm. Um, I only had a couple schools after AR. Yeah. Asking about me. I ended up going to NAIA in South Dakota. Okay. And then after I played there, I, I, I still had a semester left. So they offered me a position as a as an assistant coach, like a grad assistant. Basically. Yeah, yeah. They gave me the title of like player development. Coach right, right, right. So I actually got to see like firsthand what a college coach really goes through. Like his mm-hmm. mortgage is on the line. Yeah. Of us oh, winning it's and losing. No, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's staying up. We're coming back on the bus and he's watching the game film. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. and yeah. as a player, I would sit in the back and I'd be like, man, fuck the coach is tripping. This right. and that. <laughs> but and now then you coming see, like... back and I'm just like, dude, this dude's not going to sleep tonight. 
He's gonna he's gonna wake up early. He's gonna come up with the game plan on how to yeah. fix that. We're gonna address it in practice, mm-hmm. and some of these kids are gonna fuck up. And yeah. he's gonna be pissed. Exactly. Like I already yeah. knew what but was gonna happen. But at least you see it. You but see I saw, that side. And I it. saw that. So so coming back, like I I had like such a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And growing up, because I grew up in Woodland, and the only AAU basketball I really knew was Oakland Soldiers, Bay Area Hoosiers. <laughs> And then I knew there were some teams out here in Sacramento. I think there was like the Pharaohs. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. That was. That yeah, that, was. Yep. You know, Pharaohs and then, was And there. then like Spirit of the North mm-hmm. were like the ones that I remember. And then um, I got lucky because I trained with Gus. My dad mm-hmm. met Gus. Shout out. Gus Armstead. Yeah. Gus. And, and my dad like put me there. And for somehow I ended up on Phil Handy's AAU team. Nice. Flying mm-hmm. out to freaking Vegas. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that was like, you know, my first really experience of like, playing that AAU circuit Mm -hmm. and it was fun I loved it I did really good I had a Portland State coach come up to me and ask me for for my ACT (laughs) SAT scores I was like I don't know what that is (laughs) and and this is why I really love Mark and what he's doing because if I would have had someone like Mark around when I was younger Mm -hmm. like I would have been like oh you know 4.0 4.0 is cool because now mm-hmm. I can get accepted. To exactly. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that shit. I, yeah, thought, yeah. I thought I came from a generation. Well, it was dumb. We thought <laughs> someone was going to take the test for us. Someone was going to mm, pass our right. class. <laughs> someone was going to, it's so delusional. Yeah. And I had no one tell me different. Yeah. Oh man. So, no. I, and I no, watch no, AAU exactly. basketball now. And I think to myself, like, uh, I, I don't know what's, what it's like gaslighting. Some of these coaches let these kids just do some stuff, yeah. and it's just like you know, man, you need to teach these kids how to play yeah. defense. Yeah, shell, <laughs> you need to stop what you're doing. Right. Do layup lines and shell defense. Mind of a coach, right? And that's it. You know, Bro, and, just, and well, you saw in my practice, right, like no, I, loved I'm, it. I'm, I loved it. Hey, they was moving. Yeah. I was like, okay. And then, and then what you told them about, you know, we're not gonna let them rush us. We just want to break the press. And then take our time and run the offense. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's a concept they're still teaching in college. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you can't do that, you know, yeah. that. And, I, and I try to teach it in, you know, an AAU setting. Right. Right. right? And it's like, kids ready for college. exactly. And that's kind of the flip side of it because what I've realized doing this, there's high school coaches that don't necessarily teach this stuff. I, I assumed they did, but I found mm. out they didn't because I get the kids after their high school seasons and they don't know shit. Like, some of my right. kids. Some of those 16U kids that came to me today, they didn't understand help side defense. You know, I'm having to kind of teach these things that I'm assuming, like, right. you're a sophomore in high school. How right. did you not you learn not this? Right. right? And then, mm. you know, again, like even teaching the concept of uh, .5 basketball, you know, just make a decision and go. Like, stop yeah. with all the extra, you know, three, four, five, six, oh, seven, eight, nine. Like, you can't stop. Like, because, again, like what I try to tell the kids is you're trying to emulate what where you're trying to go Mm. i said if you know if you watch march madness and you don't see all this iso ball why are Hmm. you doing that on showcase Hmm. like college coaches aren't they're not stupid they're gonna realize like they're gonna be like oh that's yeah i don't want that in my program basketball junkie yeah Yeah. they 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 geek out on this stuff man they they, you know today we had uh i won't say his name but we had uh, one of the kids i was working with really good shooter yeah the best shooters in the county i think so and one of the things when I watched him play all season was like he would just hide in the corner. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever heard seen yeah. that. that yeah. and, oh, I've seen know, that plenty of times. Uh, mm-hmm. Hide in the corner because yeah. you know the coach also sometimes yes. um, doesn't teach them like. And I told him, bro, as a shooter, 
If you have you ever heard like if you if you, you know you set a good screen yes you know you're gonna get a good shot mm-hmm. you know so yeah. anyways he didn't is, know about that right 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 and he's a he's a senior yeah. you know what I mean yeah. it's, so anyway. it's tough no yeah you're shout yeah. out shout out oh, shout tough. out to Matt Coso <laughs> Davis High School you know what I'm saying one okay. of the best okay. shooters in the county <laughs> I mean, about that life man, like, man it's tough man like. <laughs> Trying to find this balance between coach because again, like my coaching style, I could tell you, you know, I'm I'm not an in between coach. You know, either kids um, mm-hmm. love me or hate me, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, and parents too. <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest with you, you know what I mean, and give my honest opinion and teach the game at yep. least the way I think it should be taught the right way, like uh, like Matt was last you yeah, know yeah, episode, yeah. and that's why you guys are <laughs> successful. I try. <laughs> that's what I'm saying because I um. Because even speaking of that, and just kind of segueing into a little bit of that, so my 16U um, was supposed to be, like, really good this year. And, unfortunately, it kind of fell apart a little bit. Like, I still obviously have my team, but, like, I lost a lot of my my heavy hitters, right? And um, that's something I was going to get your guys' perspective on. Um, So I lost uh, Eli Willis. He went to Yellow Jackets. that was the like mm-hmm. kid from Whitney, the Polynesian okay. kid, yeah, 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 really yeah, athletic. Yeah, yeah he yeah. decided to go to Yellow Jackets. I guess they're telling him they're going to give him a scholarship to USC or something. I mean, I don't, you know, whatever. Directors and coaches are going to say whatever. Um, and then I lost Mark to Jalen Green Elite. I lost Muhammad, I think, to either Soldiers or Jalen Green Elite. Um, I, I had these two kids from Capital. Uh, Lost them because their varsity coach wanted them to go play somewhere else or whatever. Then I lost uh, Titus and Chad. Not 100% sure why. I mean, you know, I think their parents were saying I was cursing the kids out, which objectively wasn't true. I listened to the tape. I didn't curse their kid out. Like I said, you know, you know, get your yeah. shit together. Like you need to play defense. But, you know, apparently that – and I coached them freshman year. So yeah. it's like it's the, yeah. it's the same – if anything, I was nicer this year than last year. But – I mean, this is what I'm saying. In the SAU culture, there seems to be no loyalty uh, at all. Um, it really is about salesmanship more than development at times. Mm-hmm. It's always about uh, who can get them the gear, who can tell them, I got this college, this college. I have plenty. Of, let, let me make this disclaimer clear, disclaimer clear because... This is just me on a side note. I have plenty of college contacts, like right. straight up, because I was a JC coach. So, I, like, I was ARC. So, I have plenty of Division threes, NAIs, D1s, D2s, JCs. I got, I got plenty of that. But I'm not going to make a phone call for you unless I really feel yeah. you're, you're yep. ready for Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, but so many of these coaches are telling these kids, you know, oh, you're athletic, you can dunk, and, um, you know, you're going to make my team look great. I'm going to – I'm going to – call this i'm gonna have d1s ready to you know give you an offer as a sophomore like how much sense does that make if we're really looking at the perspective <laughs> yeah, of college right nowadays now. yeah with the portal you have the transfer portal you have jc you have prep school you have high school seniors and juniors but somehow as a sophomore you're gonna get d1 offers i'm <laughs> like whew. Well, I can't say no, that's not going to happen because I don't know if you right. got that kind of power and that kind of pull. You got that kind of juice, hey, more power to you. But I, I have some good influence with my college coaches, but I ain't got that kind of influence. Yeah. There's not one sophomore, not one, that I'm going to get a D1 offer. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. 
So I don't know. I was just curious your guys' perspective with this whole culture of AU of no loyalty, everybody renegade, everybody's for themselves. In a team sport, that's what doesn't make sense to me. You play a team sport, but all you're worried about is yourself. Why not do an individual sport? That's always what I say. Do boxing, do track, do golf, do tennis. Like yeah. Then it's all about you, right? Yeah. But in a team sport, in AAU, it's become a very much me-centric mindset. Yeah. So if you guys got any thoughts, um, feel free to open up about that one. Boy, venting today. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my, my thoughts, it's like, it's not just uh, AAU basketball. It's like, it's like that with... It's society. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a whole different podcast out there. (laughs) (laughs) You are right. You are right. As far as like AU goes, I mean, I, yeah, man, salesmen. It's tough, yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys, like you said, you experienced some of that with your A. You yeah, man, that's why I don't want to do it again, man. Like, nah. And that's why, you know, I give I give you a lot of credit. Training in AU is different. Yeah, yeah the no, training world sure. is way for sure, different. For sure, for sure, for sure. And, yeah, that COVID year, I will never forget. <laughs> I warned <laughs> you know, them. You know, <laughs> you know, the relationships I built with certain parents kind of, not that it changed, but, you know, I had a different perspective. But. Right. I don't know, man. I feel like, uh, yeah, it's tough. It goes back to, you know, even the conversation we had last week, last time with uh, Matt, you know, mm-hmm. about the transfer portal, even with the AAU stuff, you got to adapt. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like to me, I feel like, you know, like what you were saying with some of the kids who are not playing with you anymore, you know what I'm saying? Whether, you know, it's not, it's, it's. You got to move on. They got to move on. And at the end of the day, it's like. I wish them all the best. It's yeah. just, um. Yeah. Obviously, they... That's not the right fit. It's not the right fit. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I feel like the kids that are still here, you know what I'm saying, and that you're continuing to develop, like, yeah, like, you're gonna... you're. I mean, I'm assuming for you, you're seeing those seeds grow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I know, I know at the end of the day, like, this YBA does what they're supposed to do. So yeah, do my best. What do you think? You being the young guy here, you fresh <laughs> removed from all that, what do you think? I think, it, like, it goes back to, like, the being me centric like a lot of yeah. like it's this is bad i think but it also goes to like social media i think the way my generation grew up with social media has to do a lot with it because yeah. like i remember kids having phones in like fifth grade like fourth grade like <laughs> you already had a snapchat yeah, <laughs> yeah. like the instagram so i'm just like so i think that has to do a lot with just the way that my generation thinks and just moves now but it also goes back to a lot of business, you know, like yeah. In the music, do you see that? Oh, switching oh, up? oh man, it's like it's, it's 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 bad in the music industry. It's like people, no loyalty, no loyalty at all. Like you can make us. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say names. That's fine. But That's fine. There, like there's times where I've, I've worked with artists. Like we were in the same room. Like work on a song together, have a finished product, and it's like it's like some crazy, right? Yeah. And then you go a couple couple like later, they're talking about oh my label, I want to put this on my project, but we can't like have a certain artist. We can have you on there. Yeah. Like people will take you off, and then it's just like like nobody like it's it's. That's what I was going to say. That's that's what I was going to say, the comparison with uh, the music life, because, again, I don't know that world, but just from observing it and talking to enough artists, it sounds like if you don't have everything recorded, everything copyrighted, everything, like, people will take your stuff. (laughs) A thousand percent. Go ahead. 
Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, you can go, bro. No, I was gonna say you've had that. You've experienced exactly yeah, that. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, a thousand percent. <laughs> I've had people. Um, I've had people send, try to sell my beats to other people. Like, Damn. I've had. Holy shit! I had bro. someone like try to. He tried to because he tried to buy like a lease from my beat and sell it to somebody else, and then that person ended up putting a song with it. And then I'm just like, yo, you gotta take this down. I gotta go get a copyright. <laughs> and they're just like, nah, bro, I paid for this beat, and I was like, you didn't pay me. So, <laughs> oh man, so it's like, crazy. yeah, no, but it's it's cut it's it's cutthroat industry. People are very yeah. They're really yeah. only it's it's a lot of people are only really looking out for themselves, and yeah. it's like I think. I think if you if you really try to make the best way to do it, I really think is just add value to the community. Like if I'm if I'm if I'm working with the artist and yeah. I'm sending him beats constantly, and I know he's gonna do something crazy with it, to like you know, you keep building that yeah. like you know that, that relationship. relationship and keep building your network like that. But when a lot of artists are like very self centered and it's just like that, mm-hmm. that you can't really go. I think like it won't really last long, you know what it I mean? Because grow. you'll end up, like, burning bridges with connections yeah. if you're trying to act too cool or, like, trying to, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think in the long run, it, it doesn't work out well, you know? Trying to chase a scholarship. That's yeah. 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 Exactly. There. Yeah. Yeah. there you go. How do you, how do you think you balance between the marketing side, right? Because you got to market yourself That's to a degree, yeah. right? You know, um, and staying true to kind of who you are, like, or if you are, I'm, I mean, I assume you found a good balance of both. Yeah. You sound like you're basically an independent artist, which is a good spot to be in, obviously. Yeah. Um, but you know, let's say a major label comes at you and says, "Hey, we want you to do a couple things like that." I mean, it's the the reality of it. Don't matter if it's sports. It don't matter if it's music. There's a level of exploitation, give and take. You know what I mean? Like, um, look at the NBA. Obviously, you know, yeah, there's yeah. there's a level of it. Um, have you kind of prepared yourself for those moments, or had any thoughts about those type of things? Yeah, a thousand percent. And I think um, the best way to approach it is like build your own catalog first and have leverage. So when the art when the labels come to you, it's like. I already have my fan base growing and it's like you guys can it's it's like I can I can continue to build this without you guys but if you guys want to help like feed the fire yeah you know what I mean so I think Smart. definitely having your own catalog ready and having leverage over any label because then you get to a point where it's like you can go to multiple labels and and like see what they offer and it's like I can I can do this without you guys still so ha- definitely having leverage is like key i think i think it's a very fascinating time for young artists um and and you know mark and g you guys might understand my perspective on this like in my time as old as fuck i hate saying that because it makes me feel so fucking old but no like like you couldn't make it unless you had a major label backing oh, you up. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like you had there cuz the the the, the, in, the internet was like in its infancy. Yeah. And these the, the social media platforms TikTok didn't exist. I mean pre TikTok was Vine and you know even then you know rest in peace Vine cuz I remember <laughs> that era but it's like you know the uh Instagram the you know Facebook became what it was Twitter YouTube. I mean YouTube I mean YouTube jeez it's in itself and even yeah. now on the backside of it um What's that one that's like lightweight competing with YouTube at this point? A Rumble? 
Rumble. Oh, yeah. Good thing it's Rumble. Really? And then, yeah, because it's they have like less restrictions, like uh, no rules. It's like a platform really? like YouTube, but like you know, you could be a super racist, you oh, know, shit, Nazi man. on there and say whatever you want. Yeah, there, they are really? literally like a hundred percent freedom of Damn. speech. It's crazy. So you know, I was like Jesus. Like, so, but they're like starting to gain steam because they're getting like big time yeah. YouTubers transferring to that Rumble. platform yeah uh, and then um and, and then you got what twitch streaming yeah. right uh, the video game stuff yeah well now it's not even video games i mean People, i mean bro, they I do T-Pain. video games i see t-pain on their live yeah streaming. that's what i'm saying yeah. it's like music. so i think for young artists it's interesting because yeah. you guys can really create your own fan base and grow without the backing of a label yeah. you know what i mean so you know for you uh, like, how much work do you put? I just it sounds so. I mean, it just to me it sounds exhausting, right? You gotta go all these platforms all the time and kind of, but you know how 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 do you approach it? Or what's what's your routine for you know when you're doing all this stuff? Like you make a song, how do you get it out there? How do you you know market yourself, market it, the music videos, the production? Obviously, you gotta have a team behind you backing you up. Yeah. So I'm just curious your your approach to all this so a lot of times it's it's like the music is gonna come i'm gonna make you know the music i think i'm gonna make i'm gonna always be making music regardless of you know whether i put it out or not Mm -hmm. but um it's like okay we have that single that we want to drop right so then it's then it's the first step is get visuals for it because like we're in an era of uh, you know through social media videos are like Mm -hmm. like key for it so make sure have uh, visuals that re- that can relate to the v- song, so the viewers have something to you know, yeah, cl- something to click with. And then after we get the visuals, you know, uh, putting out the songs easy. You just you can upload it to DistroKid, and through DistroKid, it sends your music to Spotify, Apple Music, nice. YouTube, everything. You know, right? Um, and then you know, schedule a video, and I think posting reels like consistently leading up to a video drop. And you see which ones do best organically and run ads, paid ads on the ones that do best organically. And then, mm-hmm. and then just yeah. kind of grow from there, right? Yeah, keep I growing. Mean, I mean, shout out Raimi. Oh, is, shout out Raimi, yeah. I'm, so I'm so. signed to a management deal as an artist and producer to um, shout out Raimi Music, cr- crazy producer. Crazy, okay. You know, he's the go. So uh, <laughs> he, he, helps me he he showed me he helped me with the young and ace placement to get all my paperwork set up and it was he just made it super easy for us to get paid and just like he showed me how he did it nice it was like yeah this is basically this is how we're getting uh-huh. your money this is how you know so he's just been he's been he's, like the greatest like, manager that i could ask for yeah the whole team basically <laughs> yeah. Ramy has I, I and i say this from a big brother you know mm-hmm. like um Oscar has always had this niche of having friends that are older than him. As an older, yeah. I like, yo, I'm 33. Right. He's 18. Mm-hmm. So I left to college. I came back. I went, had a life. Yeah. Came back and I seen him like as a sixth, seventh grader hanging out with uh, or seventh and eighth grade hanging out with high school seniors. It nice, bothers me. Nice. It bothers, it, 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 I'm like, you know, what are you <laughs> like, why are you hanging yeah, out? Yeah, why are you hanging out with my little brother? Like, I'm in high school. What do you do? You know. So it's always been like that with him. So, um, Ramy, his manager, um, I was re- weary 
as I mean, honestly, you should be when you just uh, graduate in the school, mu- no, and it, w- it wasn't so much. Um, it's just the music world. Yeah, I, I, I and in Sacramento, it's a, it's a for crazy, me, it's a treacherous world. What yeah, I know what I know from Sacramento music, um, which is not much. Well, kind of more now that I know him. Yeah, is um, sometimes like I would chaperone him or not want to take him places because of just. Like you're 17, I'm. I have a pretty good idea what's gonna mm-hmm. go on there. Uh, you know, I don't. Not sure we want you. There, yeah, right, you know right. I mean? No, I get it. So, so, so his his manager, super cool. Um, he's close to my age. Um, he's now independently like he's also a producer, mm-hmm. and he has his own business, and he only has like two. He only two, manages two. He artists. only manages yeah, two artists. Nice. So he he he's. He's been all in on Oscar. He got Oscars. Dope. He got my EP tattooed. Abs- right. His yeah. album tattooed. What's up, tattooed well, He's clearly on, on you. On. Yeah, he's clearly <laughs> all in. So, he so, believes. So, so, I mean, when you were asking me about what's his process, I would say a lot of it is his management team. Yeah. Okay. Has been, like, uh, just over the top. Man. Really, like, he's yeah. he's got a show coming up soon here in, Elver- in Alberta, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 you should mention show. that on the show. I'm yeah. going to share this. Yeah, uh, yeah got definitely. A show, show coming up May 13th, opening for Adrian Marcel. Hey, be, okay. Yeah, Adrian Marcel's got that song, uh, It's Too Late. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, yeah. man. Like, yeah, oh, that's going to be He's dope. on fire. There you go, man. Do that, man. Yeah, yeah you got to get that out there. No. He had, he's had two shows, okay? He had mm-hmm. two shows. One of them was at Brick and Mortar in San Francisco. I don't Super. know if you guys are know. I don't know. I've there. heard that it was so, crazy. So it was <laughs> crazy was because yeah. Oscar was only supposed to do one song or two songs. I was only supposed to do one song and he started doing a second one and he a, we got video of it yeah he, he was tr- starting to turn into a mosh pit yeah and then he stopped yeah. because he didn't know yeah. this first right. one kind of yeah. second show that shit was crazy and, and everyone there everyone there was like basically waiting for him before yeah he came out yeah so, yeah and that was that I was, wasn't that was even, a lot of fun i wasn't even headlining and then he i come out you gotta wait. I, yeah. The the people in the back because I was in the back room because yeah. I was I'm 18 yeah. and it's a 21 and over. Like, oh event. yeah. So they have to have me in the green room, right, right. You know, like waiting to perform, and then everybody comes out before me, and then and then the the people come to get me right, and they're like. Hey Oscar, it's your turn. The crowd's like chanting your name. Yeah, oh, wow. I was like, was different I was him. like, what? Like, was, I was so surprised. I was like, what? And I go out, and it's just—it's gotta you be know, a great feeling. Oh man, it was—I can't even. Explain. Well, that's what I was gonna say. How, like, yeah. how how was it performing in a crowd, or like the first time, or if you remember your first time or anything yeah, like yeah, that? No, how that feel? Time, it was it was surreal. It felt like an outer body experience, you know. Nice. And it was just. I felt so comfortable out there. It was just like, this is what I was meant to do, you know? And it was, it was more, it felt like I had, I felt like I had something to prove. And I still feel like, you know, I still feel like I have something to prove. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm always, I just have to keep that hunger, you know? And it, but it's, it's like when I got out on the stage for the first time, it was like, none of these people have heard this or know who I am. But I promise that after this show, you guys will remember (laughs) me. You know what I mean? So, uh, just, yeah, it was, it was like, it was definitely an outer body experience. Nice. And then this lineup, all unreleased bangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just all it. It was unreleased. I had just performed. I had performed Hayden, and then I performed another unreleased song that still isn't out yet. Still right. not. <laughs> but I had it was it was cool because at first, like when I went out there, the crowd wasn't you know 
really engaging. Well, yeah. Yeah. So I just yeah. kept my energy, and right. then eventually you just see heads start jumping. Right. And then it gets like that's how it works. That's <laughs> yeah. how it works. So it was yeah. And then the second show, it was just like that one was surreal. That one felt because and it was dope because I had a lot of friends and family there too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because it was it was not just like like the first show was a lot of people like no I didn't know anybody. Right. There, right. You know? Right. But the second show it was a lot of friends and family, and it was awesome to see that kind of support from like people that close to me. Of so, course, yeah. I can only imagine. How do you feel about seeing his growth? Man, it's man, it's like a movie. Like I said, <laughs> I've been telling them like with everything. Like I said, like even I know <clears throat> I know that with the, the the basketball stuff that 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 we've done, like the basketball brought us together, cross paths. Um, it goes back to like what I was saying, you know, like all of this is just very, very inspiring to me. It's motivating to me. And that's why I feel like, you know, seeing it from him, like he's 18 and using his example to, to the kids I train, you know what I'm saying? That, that who also know him, yeah. you know, it's like Oscar's doing this. Like right. you can do this in basketball, just work as hard as him. And you guys have <laughs> talent like him in his own field. So it's like, but again, He's surrounded by really good people, good family, yeah, good friends. Like he, I, yeah, you know, and Leo, incredible. just even, like I said, he's still young, you know, like even the way he <laughs> talk and the way he move is, it's not like other kids who may not have uh, um, a lot of positivity or, or, right. or the right guidance on a day-to-day right. basis. I said, he got a management team. Yeah. And even besides that, he got his brother, right. he got his parents, you know what I'm saying? Mark. Yeah, when Mark. I'm around, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whenever, I always say, like, whenever I'm with them too, like, something always happens. You know, we come <laughs> up with an idea. You know what I'm saying? And and I feel like, I feel like, again, for somebody at this age, you know, who's, who's definitely, like, I feel like this experience, like I was telling G the other day, like, yo, when I was 18, I was working at Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was, I was right. busting tables. You know I wish I could have. I wish I could do half the stuff <laughs> right? you guys do. And this man. dude was just in L.A. for a month, making music in a mansion, going out. I'm right. like, bro, like, so, yeah. He was telling me about that. I was gonna say, I, yeah. well, that was a question I was gonna ask you. You know, uh, about that L.A. experience and you know all you did there. Like, shout out Ramy. Shout out Ramy. Shout out Ramy. Splash for him. I don't know you, but I'm gonna get splash for you. No. So he got us. Uh, he got us this Airbnb in straight up in the hills. Like, nice. Just straight up is like it's a three story Airbnb. Jeez. We had there for the whole month. Working. I brought all my I brought all my studio equipment mm-hmm. and just had like I was locked in that yeah. Airbnb for like mm-hmm. a month, like just straight, just working. It's like Kanye West. What was that? Yeah. Uh, and um, he was like the first he went to a stadium, or was no. he locked himself up no, in jail? He was saying uh, all summer. He was like, "I'm I'm locking myself in the room all summer, making yes. beats all summer." Uh, yeah. Damn, why am I not thinking what song that is? But I know the damn song. Yeah, graduation. It might have been graduation, but either I know it's from his first album. But even still, yeah, I get the I get the idea. But no, go ahead, keep. Keep telling me more about uh, tell us more about that process and everything. Uh, yeah, not so when I had got there, like the first day that I got there, I don't know, it was like something in the air. I went, mm-hmm. if you listen to my project, um, the Glad You Left project, I just dropped out on all platforms. By the yes, way, yeah, promote yourself. I got the, I got the merch on, <laughs> yeah, the track definitely list promote on the yourself. Back, yeah. you know, but uh, it was the Trippin' Two song. There's a song called Trippin' Two, mm-hmm. it's one of my favorites on the project. The first day I got there. I like I I made the beat in less than like thirty minutes, yeah. and then I the song just kind of happened, you mm-hmm. know. 
So it was it was a really cool experience. I felt like there was just creativity in the air while you're out there, and I and it was it was dope. I got to work with a lot of art, cool artists, producers, make, nice. Build my network, you know. So that was a really cool experience. Shout out, Ramy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it seems like the key is to grow laterally, right? I, I I'm big on talking about that. If you One look back other episodes, yeah. I definitely say. Um, Growing laterally is always the best way. Uh, you know, shout out to Joe, my producer, yes. who makes these amazing videos. Mm -hmm. And he's always on Instagram. So please follow him, too. But, yes. um, like, uh, when I met uh, Joe, and it was funny how I met him because it was after Ty had, you know, yeah. ghosted us. Yeah. Um, yes. But yes. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> however that happened. Yes. But uh, Joe uh, met him, came in, and he's been consistent and been making great stuff producing this podcast and i told him no different than what i've told mark when we first when i first approached him with doing this mm -hmm. um i said you know if let, let, let again let's just say i talked about it on dion's episode you know um he he's a big proponent of dion always yeah. like shoots me a text shout out to him dion taylor he does um movies yeah. um and what he, did he just did fear? I haven't seen it yet. Mm -hmm. I need to go check that out. I keep telling him, but <laughs> um, he, um, no, he, you know, he, he told me, he said, he said, look, man, like, you, you know, this show is going to be compared to the Joe Rogan's, the, um, all the smoke podcasts, you know, all that he said. Um, but the thing is you're producing a product very similar. If not, you know, chess is good with the limited resources you have. Right. And, you know, it's, it's as I grow, as I hopefully grow and he grows and he grows, mm -hmm. I want them to grow with me. Let's mm -hmm. again, let's just say one of these episodes gets super viral and, you know, people are like, oh, who's this show? And next thing I know, I got 500,000 subscribers or some crazy stuff like that. Please yeah. believe the guys I'm taking care of are the guys around me. Right. So mm -hmm. I look at it similar for you. You got a guy who's invested in you and wants to grow with you laterally. And to me, that's always the best way to do it. Just me personally. Um, sure. Obviously, if someone from the top reaches down and helps you, that's great. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the likelihood of that is obviously very difficult. Yeah, you got to be realistic and try to – because you got to think if if no one reaches out, I still got to get this regardless. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's yeah, exactly. a thousand percent. Yeah. How, what, how much – how much time would you say you spend on this? I mean, is it basically wake up? Yeah, I want to know this too. What? Know, six a.m. and you're just what's the routine like? Day in, day out. So it, it became like it became wake up, you know, wake up, go knock out the projects that I have like that I need to do, like that I that I'm getting paid for. Mm -hmm. I have to finish these, and then yeah. I take a break, go to the gym, give like you know, clear my mind. And then when I get back to it, it's like. Stay up. I a lot of times I just stay up as l super late cooking up because that's yeah. I, you know, we live in Mexican, I live in a Mexican household, we got, <laughs> we got little kids, but, <laughs> so it's like it's, it's loud. And a lot of times, like sometimes, like later at, in the day at night, is like the only time I can really record in my room, mm -hmm. like you know, trying to knock out projects. So it's like I'll stay up till about like 1 2, and then I'm just like, okay, go to sleep next next day keep going yeah and it's just it's become like yeah it's just man you gotta understand though and this is just me speaking again as my old man wisdom or whatever but um man your day and age and your generation if you are willing to put in the work man it's it's i just hate to say it with your generation yeah you guys 
Well, you got so many fucking more avenues. Yeah, you know what I mean? You have more places, more options. And on top of that, your generation of kids are such lazy shits (laughs) (laughs) that that if you just are willing to put in the hours, you're going to be so much further ahead than your competition. You know what I mean? Like, I still got to deal with, there's people around my age who work just as hard as me. I always got to outwork them and, you know, jokingly before the show, but he knows as well as I do. I don't sleep much. Like, I'm (laughs) I'm always going, 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 but it's Mm -hmm. because I know I always have to be, you know, two to three to four steps ahead of my competition. But your generation, man, if you just put in the hours like you're doing, you're you're gonna be fine, man. You're gonna be successful. Because some people try it, you know, for a little while, but then they realize how hard it is or it doesn't happen instantly, right? Um, that's the thing. Like I've realized, even doing this, I I do this show, redo this show because of our shared passion in basketball yeah. and just loving, I love to yeah. sit down and hear people's stories. Yeah. I love to hear, uh, meet new people and yeah. hear yeah. their journeys and stuff and hear the things that tie us together. Yeah. That's my love for this show. The, the idea of it ain't to become famous or to yeah. become rich. If it happens, great. I'm a, shit. I'm not going to say no to that, but, <laughs> but you know, most podcasts, what most people don't realize most pop for one, most podcasts fail. First off, that's just hands down. Yeah especially because so many people are doing it more and more and more Two, usually I've, uh, I think it was um, statistically, I looked it up after episode seven or eight people run out of content mm-hmm. because of course, the first few episodes you're excited, you're talking, you're talking, you're talking after a while people run out of things to say, or they don't have the same motivation because they're like, damn, I did five episodes. Why am I not famous yet? <laughs> you know what I mean? And we're on episode like, 50 something (laughs) you know what I mean and and I'm still gonna keep doing this and keep loving to do it because I love to hear the stories like you know shout out to um well I'm thinking about it shout out to Kai Huntsbury winning um with um uh the NIT championship with it with his school North Texas you know what I mean and when we interviewed him years ago yeah in that episode he was talking about how he was doubting to continue to play yeah. basketball yeah 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 That's crazy. he was dying that, and he won that championship in the school's wow. first time history <sighs> you know what I mean wow. so I could go back to an episode and look yeah. at that and go damn y'all that was the decide that yeah. <laughs> yeah just like I look back at his episodes with MJ and you know, talking and Marcus Jopey, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like where I look back and I think, yeah, we we're just talking about with him with track, yeah, and now where and that's Kansas taking him, yeah, yep. and then talking about MJ, obviously, you know, he's dealing yeah. with his injuries yeah, and whatnot, yeah, but yeah, still, yeah, how yeah. he had a passion yeah, yeah. to go D one because yeah. that's when he was at the prep school at the yeah. time, yeah, yeah. yeah. all right, <laughs> Scotland, yeah. that, that was really inspired. Like I seen, seeing it was one time we went to go record, mm-hmm. just seeing walk into the gym. Like yeah, San Jose. Gym. Yeah, the yeah, empty yeah, San yeah, Jose yeah. gym, yeah. and just seeing like the empty rafters. It's like this yeah. is this was a product of hard work. Yeah, yeah. this is a product. Yeah. This is what this is what consistency and hard work mm-hmm. will get you. Mm-hmm. It's just, that was like uh, those were like decide like those changed my perspective <laughs> on on like. What I was doing, you know, because right. you're gonna going be walking see, up going. in there with crowds of people cheering for you, <laughs> yeah. and that will happen one day, really? right? I want to get on to hot takes. So, obviously, I want to talk about the biggest hot take right now while it's fresh in my mind. Um, shout out to LSU women's basketball mm. for winning the championship. That was amazing. Uh, uh, watching that game, yeah. a high scoring game at that, yeah. too. I mean. Yeah. 
you know, usually I'll be real in women's basketball. I don't see <laughs> scores like that. So yeah. I was very excited to watch. But we got to talk about the big main topic. Yeah. Um, Angel Reese, yeah. right? And uh, Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark. Yeah. Um, everybody was making a big deal about, you know, the... You know the John Cena uh, the president. The Ms. Well, even pre John Cena, it was Tony Yayo that did that yeah, first yeah, back yeah, in yeah. the you know with Fifty Cent and them. But <laughs> but um, um, you know, getting getting their face, and then of course Caitlyn did the same thing. Obviously, the same taunting. Um, the cool part was even in the press conference, she was like, "I don't think Angel deserves any bad yeah. press or anything." She was a competitor. Women's basketball looks great right now in terms of having it on the forefront. Because I'm a proponent of women's basketball. I watch it, it to a degree. I'm not going to say I act like I watch it all the time. But I try to watch it. For sure college. For sure high school girls, right? Because I actually have a girl um, I help train and coach who's one of the top um, in the country right now. Wow. She's on the yeah. ESPN top 15. Uh, Harper Peterson at Whitney, okay. right? Oh, she, yeah, 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 yeah. She's one of the top 15 in the nation. So, obviously, I'm very proud of that and very proud of her. So, of course, that yeah. gives me some natural investedness in women's basketball that, yeah. but the biggest part of the topic i want us to talk about because you know screw it let's address it like everyone else um obviously they're saying she's white you know she did the gestures did the taunting it was all oh, she's competitive you know she's a tough queen blah blah blah, blah. angel does the same taunt um she's a thug she's ghetto um, obviously these are all trigger words, you know, we're all minorities in here. Let's, let's keep it real. There's, yeah. these are trigger terms or, you know, coded language where they're trying to say something that they're not, uh, there, there was a lot of people, um, on Twitter, of course, Twitter is where a lot of people love to talk mess. You got a lot of keyboard thugs, keyboard warriors on Twitter. And, uh, the cool part was like Shaquille O'Neal was talking mess back and all that yeah. stuff. So, I don't know how much you've seen or heard about that, but I was just curious um everybody's thoughts about that crazy stuff. I haven't I haven't actually yeah, yeah. No. it, but uh, I think I mean I haven't really been following that much but, That's fine. Uh, I think it's like just the race component is obviously yeah, the biggest part that most I people think, are talking about. I think if it if it, like it's basketball though, I th- like it's like the race doesn't even matter. Like it's just more about like it was getting a competitive game. I could assume it was a competitive mm, yeah. game. Very it's competitive. Just like, it's basketball. Like, right. It's not. It, I don't <laughs> think anything is like. That's not. You know. I, I think it should just be. I agree. Cordial. Like it's like they both. It was a like. You know what I mean. Yeah. Kept cordial. I don't think it should be anything. You got any thoughts on this one, Mark? Well, like I said, I. It's the world that we live in. You know. Uh. With with with. Was it uh, the the president's wife tell, saying that both of them should come? Like, like nobody does that, right? right. And yeah, so now yeah. it's like, Same you're making it so obvious now. It's like, it should just be LSU, but because Iowa has all white girls on the team. Yeah. And, and because I feel like, to me, as a competitor, like, leave it alone. Like, right. you know, they're out there competing. Um, yeah, like. The whole thing of Caitlin Clark doing it, because she did it in the game before. Against uh, South Carolina. Yeah, against South Carolina. You know, that's cool. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? But, and then with Angel Reese doing it, yeah, she did, she was doing it a lot. Yeah. But like she, she won the championship. Yeah, exactly. And Caitlin Clark was killing in that first half, so it could have went either way. So I feel like as a competitor, you know, like people who, who play sports, <laughs> you know, who who who, who compete? Because even with Kate, I'm happy that Caitlin Clark, 
you know, went that direction of saying, right. like, I'm not tripping. Right. She could have been like, yeah, man, she's, she could have been a score loser. Right. She could have yeah. really created some big drama. But she knew as a competitor, you know, because she out here, she out there talking shit too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, that it's okay. But for us, like you said, social media, uh, the day and age of where we're at right now with race and everything like that, um, it's something like, to talk about. Right, yeah, like Jay, they're, if you're they're, they're looking yes. for a way for to something. make this, yeah. this mm-hmm. you know, a and, narrative. And, a narrative, and they feed the flames. And I'm sure some people did, you know, you know, and I because I, yeah. I didn't go through the comments, but I can only imagine. Oh, I saw it. You like, know, you I, know mean? I researched I can only it. Yeah, it was pretty and, bad. And to me, I mean. They definitely like, like, like they called her a monkey and you know all the typical and, racist and my, crap. My thing is like why you know as as basketball community why do we even fan that flame? Yeah. We should have just you know what I mean. It's just because it, if we want to be you know a hooper's a hooper, yeah. right? I mean yeah. trash talking is trash yeah. talking. Yeah. Exactly. Like everyone that's adding a narrative to that about being you know blacks or whites yeah. and all that they do. Uh, to me, they're doing too much. It's right. like, you know. Imagine if Magic and Larry Bird played in today's era with social media. <laughs> I know, right? And, exactly. <laughs> well, and that, and that was kind of what I was thinking in the comparison in my head was, remember, during that time with Magic and Bird, because this is kind of glossed over, but most, I think, true basketball purists know this. You know, Magic and Bird saved the NBA. Yeah. Yep. Jordan elevated it, but yeah. Magic and Bird saved the out NBA. Of, coming out of yeah. college, that yeah, whole exactly, they exactly. Had. And then it was, and of course Country there was the LA, yeah, the, LA, you know, it was Boston, LA, the smile. cultural difference. It, right. it was definitely, of course, they didn't say it in the media, but the yeah. media knew how to pump up the yeah. white versus hey, black how thing. How do you think the crowd? What do you think? The shit the crowd was saying yeah. back in those yeah, oh, days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was ridiculous. I've heard players talk about oh, yeah. nowadays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now NBA players are lashing out. You know, like, yeah. get that. Get yeah, out, exactly. Get out. But imagine back in Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Oh, day, you, know, you know, Magic I mean? heard it. And, right. you know, but again, but the cool part with Bird was, I remember, I remember, I think I was watching one of the specials they did on them or something. Like, Bird only really addressed it once or twice. He just was like, yeah, Magic's black. Yeah. <laughs> like you know that's yeah. like right. what he took it like so what i don't yeah. care he's like i love him he loves me like we're we're gonna compete till the day we die you know what i mean like and but but they both sub i think they both knew from a marketing side that it was great for the league like sure we'll play up the race thing that y'all want to mm-hmm. put against we just hooping but if it gets us money in our pocket, and you know, and and without the controversy of Ellis, you know, the the, yeah. the girls talking crap to each other, it was still. I want to say it was still one of the highest rated. Exactly, games. it was. The girls, the girls are getting so yes. good now. Yeah, yeah. and and again, that's the that was the spin I want to say on it is, you know, again, the the racist rhetoric I think is a very very small percentage. It is out there, but I don't think it's the majority of it. Obviously. But it is good for women's basketball. Right? People could feel any type of way they yeah. want about it. But again, that's why I say, yeah, right. you circle it back to Magic and Bird when they had their, you know, yeah. rivalry that people were trying to put too much on. They're going to put too much on those two. But at the same time, women's basketball has been struggling for ratings, right. clearly. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like, they y'all need that. to take they it. Need they need that. that. And then sure. if those 
two ladies go to the WNBA, yeah. be good right. for the WNBA. Yeah. I'm just I be mean, honest. Right, right. I mean, yeah. NBA players do it all. Listen, look at Russ talking to Dylan Brooks. Look yeah. at Dylan yeah. Brooks yeah. this whole season. Look yeah. at Trayvon. Well, look that, at Patrick yeah. Beverly. Exactly, you know I know. What I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, that's yeah. the same manners. You know, this yeah. is the same, that's you true. know. If you don't like it, you know, don't lose. Right. And don't, don't, give, him a, exactly. don't give him a reason to talk. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, but, you know. It, I, I overall think it's good. I think Angel is handling it the best way she can. Sure. You know, and I think Caitlin. And they're all getting paid well. off this shit. Yes. Like, exactly. they're all getting paid. They're yes. doing commercials and doing ads. Right. And, you know what I'm saying? They're all getting paid. It's so. good for women's basketball. Yeah. I'm a total fan of After it. After the, um, like, I don't know if you guys remember when they did the NCAA and the guys had, like, just five steak dinners and the girls had, you know, they really pretty much like turned it around. So yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They NCAA, have. you know what I yeah, mean? Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Basketball and yeah. I, you know, they got to add extra spin. I guess, <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. like it was a reach. I get it though. Why? Like, you know why people were upset? Yeah. Because yeah. anytime I feel like anytime you go to the comment session, yeah, you keyboard, go to Twitter, it's terrible. Keyboard thugs, yeah. like you yeah. said, you won't say that shit in no, person. No, no, of you course know? not. Of course you ain't not. You're gonna say no. that shit in person. And they make burner accounts and all right, that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's just the world like we live some in. Pop- some people might say it in person, but you know, that's yeah. a very small percentage. Right. <laughs> very small percentage. <laughs> I um, well, it's funny you mentioned him because I was gonna that was gonna be one of my topics for the next subject. You know, talk NBA and all that good stuff. Um, Dylan Brooks. He is clearly trying to make himself the villain of the NBA. Yeah. Is he going too far? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, my, my thing, no, because he only has one shot at this. Yeah. He, you True. know what I mean? Yeah. He's building, uh, you know, he's not a True. bad boy from the Pistons, but yeah. look at, they're still the bad boys from the Pistons. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. I don't know, though, because, like, I'm going I'm to be real. I'm going I'm to I'm tell you. I'm going to give you this is, this is my pushback on it. <laughs> Beat a beat a villain all you want. That's cool, but he he fucked Gary Payton Jr. up, and that pissed me off because I'm a Warriors oh, fan. Oh, like, yeah. like hurt him. Yeah, remember in the Last playoffs year. he he hit him in the back of the head and fractured his elbow from that. That's oh. like, and then like when he um when he nut shot Donovan Mitchell, mm. those are the things I think you're taking it too far. Well, to I me, mean, if you're gonna go down that road, Draymond kicking. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think Draymond was right too. I don't think he was right. <laughs> I don't think he was right for doing that it's to LeBron cause, or uh, Stephen Adams. I was or, like, Draymond or, or, uh, does too or, uh, much. Or, uh, what about, you know, and Grayson, Grayson Allen? He's yeah. And I think Grayson like, Allen needs to get knocked yeah. out one good time. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few players. But, but Dylan Brooks, the thing about him is I was ready to like, like, man, you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. And then he had a game where it was like 24 points, a couple of big yeah. dunks. And yeah. it's like, well, fuck. Yeah. He I can actually it. play. I That's why I give credit to him. He can he can actually play. I will not take that away from him. You know, he might have a career in the WWE. After right, the right. That's true. Afterwards, you know, with Draymond, but he's trying to market that, himself you know very I mean? well. If you were in that opportunity to take advantage, I yeah, mean, is it taking it too far? No, no. I mean, hey, uh, listen, yeah. it's annoying. It's shit. a, it's a, <laughs> it's annoying as shit. <laughs> it's a business, <laughs> and at the end of the day, um, controversy sells. Right, yeah. so yeah. I do not deny this. I'm in the business of basketball too. Like I told yeah. you, little Timmy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's got to, he's got to get his due. So That's I guess, funny. um. What would uh, you say to Dylan Brooks if you if he went through your program and now he's like that? What would you say? If, like if he was one of your if, if the way I market him, former YBA player Dylan Brooks, 
uh, is out in the NBA looking amazing right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know You're part of his camp. Exactly. Like, hey, man, you doing just enough. He is definitely one of those guys. Uh, you don't want to play against him, but you don't mind him being on your team. That's hilarious. That's right. <laughs> you got any thoughts on that one no, more? No, it's just funny because, like I said, like like think about who Dennis Rodman. Not, I'm not gonna put Dylan Brooks with Dennis Rodman, right, but right. I feel like it's he has tor- those elements. Yeah, you know what you mean. And then you know, just kind of like looking the way he be moving on and off the court. <laughs> it's 2023. He know he understands social media. He understands that you know. Again, like we've seen Patrick Beverly do stuff like this. You know, where again, like. The Memphis Grizzlies team, I feel like overall, right? First of all, they go off. They, it's off their leader, you know, who's really, really good. Really good. But at the well, end, of he, the, he got issues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He learned from him. He, he definitely does. But it's like he is this generation. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so now Dylan Brooks, he's being inspired, right? And that's just who he is as a player, right? And then now you see it in all the other players where they're all trying to all get kind of brave. And, you know, I see Desmond Bain out here trying to fight LeBron. Like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? But but I feel like, again, to me, it's just got to adapt. Like, this is this is the new generation. It is. This is NBA basketball, you know? And to me, it's like, man, I'm trying I'm trying to figure out, you know, like I said, I'm trying to adjust the way I, I talk to kids talk to kids and train but at the same time how do i utilize you know uh uh social media and trying to highlight these kids who are all different you know what i'm saying and really just yeah because like i said i feel like mess up what messes up a lot of ogs and old people who are you know get off my lawn kind of things like man like 20 years from now 30 years from now when you're not here this shit's gonna keep being like this or mm-hmm. evolve even more worse yes you know what i'm saying remember when our parents were talking about us you yeah. know with the baggy pants and, <laughs> and, the, and the tall teeth the tall teeth you yeah. know the fat laces you know uh, the big earrings the jabos yeah man so our, our clear air force ones yeah you ever man had those? <laughs> i say i say Thanks. dylan brooks and all this stuff man it's just evolution man everything's just kind of moving forward this is how it is yeah i agree um, well um well, outside of Dylan Brooks and whatnot, um, <laughs> I want I want to talk about the Sacramento Kings because I'm I'm not a Kings fan, but the Kings are legit doing their thing, yeah, you know. Man. And he's obviously a Laker fan. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm not worried. I'm a Laker fan too. Yeah, yeah like, okay. Yeah, yeah. We we right there in the hunt, man. Yeah, Give true. us the Kings the first round. <laughs> Let's see right what now. happens. The Kings, um, uh. Oscar, what, what what's your team? Are you a Laker fan, fan too? Yeah. Okay, all right, Laker fan. Our whole household got it. Okay, all right, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. I mean, hey, there's a team to root for. Right? It's that uh, I want to I want to meet a random Clipper fan one day. That's who I want to meet. I went to school in South Dakota, and there was a random Kings fan out there. Oh, wow. wow. Shout out Luke Bamber. I don't know if he's watching yeah. it, but yeah, I was just like, why do you like the Kings? He's just like, oh. I like I like the purple. I don't know. Like, but how amazing is what uh, Mike Brown has done, though? Coach of the year, give him coach of the year for that. It's just um, I I credit to him because. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just I think, I think coaches, especially NBA coaches, um, obviously unless they prove themselves through the long run, I think people just don't understand how much they are a factor. Right, because I think they get this premise of um, they're all professionals. They're yeah. all getting paid millions. They don't need direction. They just they know how to play basketball. They should just yeah. do it. And the the greatest music needs a, needs a, someone to orchestrate it. You know what I mean? Like how how people come approach when it comes to sports. Coaching is um is definitely a thankless job, right? 
Um, nobody's, trust me, I hear how many things I did wrong before I hear anything I did right. You know what I mean? And I can win the game and win a championship and I did something wrong. So it doesn't just how, it, it's just the nature of the beast. But guys like Mike Brown, you know, um, who literally shifted the culture of someone yeah. or something like the Kings. Yeah. I mean, he has De'Aaron Fox believing he's the greatest player in the league right now. And sometimes it's all and you he's need. Like yeah, that. he is. Like, no, no knock on him. Like yeah. he is playing out of his mind. But for him to like really step in and get him to believe that. Yeah. You know, I just think that's a that's a huge reflection. And, and Mike Brown's been around. Like he's yeah. been he's he's coached Kobe and the Lakers. He's been on those LeBron teams. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been an assistant coach for the Warriors. Yeah. Like like not not saying that the Kings are gonna win the championship. <laughs> the I'm just saying, like, you know, he's yeah. doing a really good job. He right? shifted yeah, the culture. The yeah. Kings have had, like, they've been really close. For, and yeah. all my friends that are Kings fans, I'll tell them, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, you guys are really close. <laughs> right, you know? Yeah. And this year, I mean, shit, they, they're making they a do. run in for the yeah. conference. Well, they, they just won the right? The, yeah, yeah, they, they won. Right? Uh, they clinched they the playoffs. Yeah. That, so. Wow, can't believe it. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Right. right? First see, round. you were too young to even know when the Kings were good. Right. <laughs> My senior year of high school was the last time they was in the playoffs. Right. It was 2006. It's, it's funny because I, I, I'm in real estate. I'm a realtor. And um, one of the most like uh, followed Sacramento appraisers put a graph up the other day of home prices in Sacramento and the Kings, like, winning record over yeah. the last whatever. <laughs> and, 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 and as the Kings start getting better, all the prices in Sacramento. Went, uh, and the last time they were good, you know, prices. Right. Were good, and then, That's uh, crazy. Uh, That's uh, funny. That That's funny. fairly good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, the West is, um, yeah, it's going to be a great series. Who, who do you got coming out the West? Don't say the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just <laughs> My bias is going to say the Warriors. <laughs> But the and but the analytic side in me, yeah. um, damn man, it's just tough. It is. I, I honestly, because who's number one? It's Denver, right? Joker, Joker. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, I, I don't know. But I, but they're not playoff Denver, proven. Right. You know That's what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to because you know there's just some of those teams they they're great yeah. in the season and they just yeah. can't get yeah. it done in the playoffs and that's where that's where I say my Warriors are always slept on because. Yeah. You know, last year nobody, people did not have us like pick to go about, to the finals and damn sure win it. See the Grizzlies. I can't. They're distracted, man. They on other things, man. I can't believe it. I would that. not be surprised if the Warriors get to the finals. Yeah, like, man. But what about the Clippers? The Clippers. Nah, they're the Clippers. Like, nah. Come on, playoff P. Nah. You believe in playoff he's P? Out. Playoff he's P. Out. He's, he's out. out. Oh yeah, he's, he's out. out. You're right. Nah, nah. The Clippers are the Clippers, so. I don't know, man. It, again, the West is going to be very interesting. Very the interesting. Phoenix got, got Phoenix KD. Phoenix has KD, but. I don't know. I don't know. And then, um, well, on the flip side of it, I, aren't aren't they going to end uh, Kyrie and um, Luke at the Mavs? I, th- I think, I think Kyrie going to be a Laker next year. That's my, what I think. I don't think. I think so. I think, think so. so. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, I feel like he's just. I think so, man. I think he's going to reunite with LeBron. Fair enough. I mean, because he's a free agent right now. True. I mean, after this season, where else is he gonna go? I don't know, man. Kyrie's yeah, weird. Yeah. He'll I go know, to I Tibet know. and go <laughs> freaking meditate for like a year and come back. I don't know. Like again, good man, weird dude. <laughs> this is my opinion. Um, 
<laughs> what was who was the well, other shoot, person? Didn't uh, Jordan Farmer like go do that for a whole summer and they came yeah. back and won the championship? Yeah, that's Did true. He really? That's true. Yeah, yeah. With the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who knows, man? Yeah, Kyrie is Kyrie is Kyrie. He's gonna go his own path, and then, well, then out of the East, right? I right. Well, Boston and Milwaukee. I think Boston yeah. and Milwaukee they're, they're, they're again. That's what I was going to say. Philadelphia's up there. Philly. Philly. No, Philly. Sorry. No. No. It's right. tough, yeah. I mean, Joel's playing great, but it's, yeah, it's just it's, tough. Yeah. What are they, what's he going to do when they double, triple? I know, you know, to win the game. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I just don't see it. And then, I'm, well, I want to talk about a couple, of few more NBA topics, like um, Ben Simmons, right? <sighs> Let's Man, get Oscar's opinion on that one. I feel like I don't know. Oh, that's ben like Simmons? A, yeah, yeah. I feel like he was your generation's like. Uh, he embodies an AU kid to me. Right. Man. Like I didn't get in my way. I'm mad. I don't I'm know how to play. Up. Like yeah. Then now you can give me your perspective. But he, he is a him and the Houston and the guys at the Houston Rockets, Jalen Green, all them. They embody that AAU culture to me. They are the they are. The next generation of, unfortunately, what I see when it comes to AAU basketball, or not AAU basketball, uh, NBA basketball players from the AAU culture. But you tell me your opinion with the Ben Simmons and his, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you call it basketball anymore. <laughs> Man, I I think if you're not going to try hard, like, just yeah. stop. Just, like, if you're not really get, like, you know what I mean? Just It's the paycheck. Yeah, it's the paycheck, <laughs> but it's just like. Damn. <laughs> to watch what he's become is just sad. Sad, right? I, I, yeah. Yeah, it's sad. It's like you had the potential to be so like yeah. you had the potential to be great. And that's what that's what your legacy is gonna be now. Yeah. yeah it's gonna be hard J- for him. He needs man. Jay Cool to drop a bar about him. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Markel Fultz. Right. Right. Cause Marco Fultz, he came back yeah. on the scene right yeah, he did. after yeah, that he whole did. thing. That's true. That's true. And the thing is, I know Ben Simmons can shoot. You know he can fucking shoot. All, We've all yeah. seen him shoot. It, and that's mental. where, like, mental. the mental component mental. comes yes. into it. And I feel like he just bought into it. He yeah. let them no, win. for sure. They for sure. bullied his way out of there. For sure. It all started at that, that one pass that he made yeah. at yeah. the end of the game. Yeah. And then he let that. That's how the season ended. And he yeah. let, let that, that narrative get to him. He couldn't but, even. I'm, I'm assuming that he had to stay away from his phone or at least... Knowing that he's oh, taken away from that phone. Man, like, because again, like I said, like, he's to be in the NBA and to be that talented and have all those resources. How do you not, and again, especially as a trainer, like, to me, I feel like the Philadelphia 76ers, the Brooklyn Nets, they all probably had their best player development coaches trying to help him. But yet, for some, and so to me, it's like, okay, now it's mental then. Because you have the best of the best at your disposal to help you work on your shot you know or you're even your mental because a lot of nba teams have mental performance coaches yeah so to me it's like either like he's like fuck it i don't need the help and just going rogue or i don't know because like i said i feel like his legacy man is is sad to say because like i i really don't want anything bad to happen to him but from a standpoint of as what people look at him yeah. yeah, like it's already messed up. It's pretty sad to say. You know, I'm hoping that he can get the mental toughness to still have a good life and not care about all the shit yeah. that happened in his past. But man, it's hard, man. It's hard. He's young. He just needs a. He just needs to get up. Like yeah, a hundred. What did Kobe get up one thousand? Like a thousand a day. A thousand, mm. maybe even five hundred a day. Yeah. He'd be all right. He. I don't think he. Well, that. I think. Well, that's why I say <laughs> like it. Why not? Is this? But that's why I say is this generation mentally softer. 
You know what I mean? Like the younger and younger generations are getting mentally and mentally softer. And again, I, I do think it's a give and take. I don't think, I don't think you could be a Bobby Knight coach anymore. You know, you can't be the extreme, like, you know, I choke you out and throw a chair at you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but at the same time, (laughs) you know, you can't be so, I don't think you could be so soft and passive and just cater to everybody's feelings. Right. And that's, That's the hard, challenging part of trying to coach these type of players nowadays. I think, I think to me, what I realize, what I've noticed is, and I think you're right about this generation being more mentally weak. And I feel like nowadays we're not saying that mental health was never around, but we're talking more mental health. And I feel like it's because of social media. Like a lot of kids are are comparing themselves and if people are talking about them, even if they, if, let's take away the gr- the grand scheme of things, but let's talk about like a high school kid at their high school. Right. Everybody's on their cell phone, having their little oh, clicks, their putting life, up pictures. Their and, life revolves around. Yes. It's like so, they're not even living, they're it, living in their phone. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that is what's messy. Cause you, I always see kids like I'm going to be off social media for and I know why, you know, and, and, and it's tough, you know, but it's like, we never had to really worry about that, nah. you know, back in our day. We're the last you know, generation yeah. that's going to remember life before phones. So moderation, before man. Before cell phones, before yeah, man. the internet. We, when we die off, we're the last yeah. one. Yeah. His generation will never know no. what life was like before <laughs> phone. That's, cool. the, the, that's what's so crazy because yeah. I've realized that. Like, we yeah. literally are the last generation yeah. that will remember. Our kids, though, God, yeah. man. Right? Go, man. <laughs> My son's four already, you know, know right? how to. Yeah, and a, a lot of the thing, too, I think, with, like, the mental toughness is, um, like, the environment. Yeah. The environment. Because, because there is so many mentally weak well, not people, kids. Yeah, gen- just the younger generations. Yeah, the ones that figure it out and get mentally tough sooner, or just gonna you're, the, you know, yeah, that's, yeah, what, yeah, we, yeah. that's what walk we look at. Over we look for dogs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every walk time we look at a player, right? We, yeah. we we see how they react yes. whenever we hit them with a little adversity. Yes, I know. I've heard it. You know that you test out new players when they come out. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, 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 <laughs> yeah, they, 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 remember that? Oh, I fucked him up. Yeah. I'm sure you do that all the time whenever yeah, you get a new yeah. one. You know what I'm saying? And it's just because I got to see if they can handle it. Who's yeah. mentally tough and who's not? I had, and I'll share this story. I had um, a coach in uh, one of the Mexican. So, so when I played basketball professionally in Mexico, there was um, you were allowed one Mexican American, Pocho, mm-hmm. and three Americans. Okay. So the Pocho spot was really fought. You know, like to hold down a job for the whole season, yeah, you had to be basically balling or you know just balling, right, you know? right. <laughs> so, so I actually, I, I and I'll and I'll, I'll admit it, I bounced around a lot. Mm-hmm. I got traded to other teams. I got cut, and then would fly out to another team, and mm-hmm. you know, get picked up. And it's the and nature of the business. One of the teams, one of the teams that one of the top teams that I really want to play for, the coach. For a week straight, had me guarding their best player, running, getting off of like, I, I was getting double screen, triple yeah. screen, like he was trying to make me quit. Right, and yeah. I figured it out the second day, and um, I just remember having some of the players coming up to me like, "Yo, what the fuck, bro? Why are you still like? What are you doing?" I was just like, "Man, fuck this old guy." Yeah, you know like, what I mean? man, like for me my quit. generation, yeah. like, bro, yeah. this is. 
I'm yeah. getting paid still. You're right. To yeah. be here running through screens like, man, y'all tripping. You're not making yeah. it Y'all tripping. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? And I think back to that situation and the coach, like, you know, even the coach, he wanted me to stay. I ended up leaving to go somewhere where I could actually play. Mm-hmm. But he was going to give me the spot just to stay there. Yeah. Off of that alone, oh. you know, I wasn't going to play. I was going to, you know, be on the practice mm-hmm. squad because they only have one Mexican-American on the right, squad. Right. But he was like, stay here, you know. like, And, hey, you know, I get it. But, yeah. but like, I, I think of, like, some of the kids that you coach, mm-hmm. that you coach, mm-hmm. like, how position. many of them would really, you know what nah, I mean? Like, how nah. many yeah, of them? Position. They won't last. Right. There's, there's, Like I said, I just had a bunch of 16U kids quit my team because apparently I'm, I was cursing them out or too tough. And, again, I'm. I heard the objective video. I didn't. I didn't curse them out, but I, in the game, I was like, "Hey, get the you know, get the fuck back you, on defense." What do you think a, a, a college coach is gonna say? Exactly. You know, you're Smash. signed to them. Yeah. They, 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 like you are signed. You know, now with the transfer portal, yeah. it's the whole lot. You know, they can loyalty thing. They mm-hmm. can dip after yep. the year, but for that whole year, you're gonna have to hear them yeah. talk shit to you, or you're gonna yeah. quit. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? Or one. you're gonna rise to the occasion. And I mean, you heard that Coach K talk about uh, Jason yes. Tatum. Did you guys have you heard that? Yeah, he walks in. He's all, I recruited a soft ass motherfucker from yep. St. Louis. I don't know <laughs> yep. what he said. Basically, right, right. give me your jersey. Get the right. fuck out of yeah. here. Right. That's What's Coach he, K. That's yeah. Coach K. That's and Coach what does K. he do? What does Jason Tatum do the next response. half? He responds exactly. right. So I mean, shit. it's just it's just weird. It's again, I don't I don't think you can be extreme on either side, but. There has to be accountability. I still think that universally has to be the the cornerstone of creating top athletes is accountability. Yeah. Parents it, trying to sometimes right. shelter their kids. Oh from, man, yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah. from someone telling them, "Hey, fucking work on your left hand." Yeah, <laughs> you're right? not playing because you don't. Yeah. You can't make a left hand layup. And it's yeah. always it's always someone defense. else's fault. Like, yeah. you know, then, oh, he can't get playing time because this kid is so good. It's like, well, get better. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want me to tell you? Exactly. Like, go put in the work and get better. Yeah, man. I don't know why um, even now with all the advancement in technology, the advancement in um, sports science, trainers, you know, understanding of the human body, YouTube, the Internet, there's still this weird misconception that you don't have to put in work. Yes, you do. It's more efficient work because we understand so much more, but you still have to put it in. And it's, it seems like, um, it seems like kids and parents don't want to acknowledge that fact. (laughs) But, but the ones that do, yep, they're the 1%, the 3% in college, mm -hmm. the 1% in pro. And it's been like that. I mean, I I feel like it's been like that forever. Yeah. Just with social media, we're just in each other's business. Exactly. Exactly. Before you could hide the fact that you're kind of lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Oh, you can now. You can, no, and that's uh, true. and I and and listen. I'm not. I'm not knocking social media. I have a business because of it. You yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah. free marketing. Again, whether people like YBA, don't like YBA, you know or have heard of it or seen it around something. You know something of it if you're in Northern California, yeah. which is the point of marketing in general, right? So that's that's the whole benefit of everything we do. But I I, I don't know. I, very curious to see in 10 years where the NBA will be, where college basketball will be. Shit. like Entertainment. Yeah. It might bring back the so. uh, NCAA uh, video game now yeah. that people can get paid. Right. That's yeah. Pretty dope. And that's... Yeah, the, I mean, right. I'm not mad at college kids getting paid. I think I yeah. we've talked about that 
in depth. Like that should have been from you know right. a long time ago, <laughs> right? Because I mean, these people have made, been making money off yeah. of him since forever since big time billions. Time, since <laughs> I can remember, yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. And of course, they're the ones advocating. No, they're students. They're students. That's all. That, shut up, dude. Like you're sitting there getting paid millions off of this. I don't want to hear that. Right. So no. And then um, what I also like to see too is um, with all the older college coaches retiring. Other new coaches getting opportunities, which mm-hmm. I think is great in itself too. So I mean, again, there's good and bad on all all of all of the sides of it. Um, we'll just see see how it plays out, and manifests. Yep. Right. Um, it, it reminds me of. Uh, so I listen, kind of listen. I'm, I'm I listen to all like the red pill, blue pill kind of stuff, the YouTube stuff or whatever. But uh, Andrew Tate, right? That's mm-hmm. a guy that everyone talks about. But um, I do agree on this regard that especially for young men and men in general, um, we do need to go through shit to find out who we are. You know what I mean? You know, this whole, uh, this whole generation now, it's all about feelings and, you know, wanting men and young men to cry more and all this. I'm like, look, okay. You know, yeah. feel some emotion. I'm not saying that I got, you know, I got kids. I want my kids to know I love them and stuff, but this whole like basically feminizing men deal is just not, Nah, like I hope I don't ever see you in a dress one day or some oh, weird God. crap like that. <laughs> I, I know in the hip hop like, world it's getting kind of weird like that, yeah, but I'm nah, just saying. Like, I think that's what the definition of selling your soul is. Yeah, like, yeah, going yeah. out of like becoming. Yeah, nah. <laughs> you know, yeah. be true to yourself, man. Yeah. But man, it's just I, I don't know. It's a 10, it's 15 new, years. New generation, I man. I don't know what's gonna happen, man. We we we're definitely gonna see you. Um, go ahead. I think it's just. I hope it gets to a point where I mean. Eventually, people are just gonna realize what like real like reality is. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I mean, with social media, I think a lot of people, I don't say a lot, of, a lot of kids my age, like delusional. Yeah, about for sure. What life is right now. But say y'all sure. live in the matrix, right? Yo, bro, like, <laughs> right. And it's really? like it's it's pretty, it's real, bro. Like yeah. seeing like even like even now I get like caught scrolling for like oh dude and it's, it's like, addicting i can't dude, front yeah. like, those like, one minute videos is yeah. it you can't yeah. can't help it it yeah. is entertaining like seeing all this crazy yeah. stuff yeah but it's 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 crazy because like i've seen like kids my age like they live in these like, yeah. like live in it it's like it's crazy yeah but i feel like people go out just to get Instagram posts. I know. Like, oh, yes. Dress up. I make it a point sometimes that maybe I haven't been good with it lately. But my lady, I really, or my kids, I try to put yeah. my phone away. Yeah. 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 I, I already know. I always tell, well, this is kind of my formula. I tell people, um, you know, to be successful because, you know, I, I get questions about that as far as like, you know, how did you get to this point with AU and all you're doing and stuff? I say, listen, you know, develop a phone addiction. You do need that. Yeah. But this is the key. This is the key to it. Be someone that creates content, not just absorbs it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't just consume it, right? Exactly. Don't yeah. just consume content. Create it. And yeah. and your addiction will serve you well. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I've kind of tried to find that balance, too. But it is hard. <laughs> like, a lot of times, like, too, I'll be like... I'll go on there. I, I assume you do this too. Like yeah. You go on there and you're like looking for ideas of how to yes. like promote it. Yeah. And then one video will catch you and then you just go. You keep uh, going. Yeah. You keep going. Yeah. You look at them reels. You look at them. I'm like, man, I, oh, it's hard. Hilarious. I feel like too, I think 
like what he was saying earlier about, you know, like I said, like I haven't been in high school since 06. So, yeah. you know, like what he's saying, like he's in high school and he's seeing all these, even my daughter who's six, like I see a couple kids with cell phones, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which I'm assuming is to call their parents, but, but, but it don't look right. But I feel like that, um, the whole, the whole thing with the cell phone thing is that if you're living in your purpose, right. And at the end of the day, we, we live in this generation with social media phones, but if you're living in your purpose, you know how to utilize it, right? Compared to the other people who aren't living in their purpose and are just on their phones all day, being depressed, trying to live a, a fantasy life, which at the end of the day, that's also what's creating money for those people who aren't really living in their purpose. That's where you're going to get caught up, where the next 10, 15, 20 years of your life, you're going to be like, what the hell just happened? What am I doing with my life? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Compared to, like, let's say, like, I'm on my phone a lot. And yeah. I, I, I also, as a family man, like I said, I, I struggle with that at times, but it's like, I am living in my purpose and I know at the end of the day for me to impact other kids, yeah. I have to use the f social media, but like, yes, I'll get those things on my phone. Like, okay, this week you've been on your phone for this percentage, right. you know, and you know, like I, I'm like, damn, all right, I wanna, <laughs> let me try to get it back a little more. So next week, you know, but, but I'm very aware of that, right. you know, where I feel like a lot of people aren't nah. at all. Nah, like they need to bring their shit to the shower. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like on some real shit. Like, like I can't do that. That's crazy, man. But so, you're right. So yeah, man, that's, that's what I think, man. It's uh, it can get scary, man. Yeah. Some of them, there's some movies on Netflix, man. Like <laughs> where those movies that, you know, like in 10, 15 years from now, you know, that what black mirror or whatever. Right, right. Man, I, I think that's going to happen, man, for real. I don't know. And it's tough because, you know, the right video on this could change your life. That's the thing, That's what everybody's like, chasing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Like they're waiting for that one viral video, that one. You can't even call it 15 minutes of fame. It's more like five seconds of fame, but it's enough. It is enough. I know. I I think too, um, like that's why I feel like lately, like promoting wise, like doing shows and like getting back into like, you know, like trying to be yeah, like, physically, physically being physically out there, being yeah, out yeah, there yeah. is so important. Like, oh, for sure, because like, because it can just so easy get caught up in yeah. like the social because it's such a big like platform mm -hmm. for the Instagram and just the way it is. Let me ask you this, Oscar, because um, I want to know from your standpoint being young, coming from this generation, right? Yeah. From there's let's just go TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. All right. So from your perspective, you know, because I just feel like I'm on Instagram a lot. I have a TikTok, but I don't really use it. But when I'm on TikTok, I just feel like, man, it's it's like anything goes on TikTok. Like it's <laughs> it's crazy. Right. What you know when I'm when I I'm not on TikTok a lot, but when I have those moments where I'm like, oh shit, like, and then when I'm on Instagram, it's kind of different. And then Facebook for me is more like, I don't know, it's like more older, oh, oh, older, oh, yeah, that's the old people. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I say all the old people don't <laughs> whatever. For you, right, being somebody trying to market yourself, what? How do you see each platform? And for you, what is the best platform right now at this moment that you think can you know really help? Your career, out of those three, TikTok, and, Tick and as much as like, because I I don't like being on TikTok. I don't yeah. I don't even go on, like I yeah, don't yeah, go yeah, on yeah. TikTok yeah. because it's just like and it's about to get banned. And it's, <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's about to get banned. Right. But but it's like I don't go on there often because I feel like it's just 
I, I don't know. It was something. I think it was around. It was during senior year in high school that I was seeing how, <laughs> like, these people are so easily influenced by whatever is trending on yeah. TikTok. They're doing the dance moves. Yeah, and, and it's like it kind of it kind of changed my perspective on. It. I was like, I don't want to be like yeah. just a product of what. Yeah. Just yeah. Being, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like. It, it could jumpstart you though. Yeah, no, I know like, it that's does, thing, and that's though. why it's. A, and it's because like when I was in, um, when I was starting to produce, I was on TikTok a lot. Like mm-hmm. that was just a kid. I was sc- scrolling all the time, you know. And I remember one thing though that I that I did notice is that I kind of knew what would it, what would go viral just because I was uh, on there so yeah, much, yeah. and I started posting like little beat videos, yeah. and it was like I knew how to approach it because yeah. I was on there so much, and they would go like thirty k, forty k, like wow. views, you know. So it's just like because that's how. Um, Drifty J, remember mm. when he was on our show? That's yeah, what yeah, got yeah. him kind yeah. of sparked. You know what I mean? TikTok yeah. can spark your career. You know yeah. what I mean? It's but a, it's definitely a, it's a, it's like it has. You have to have a balance. If yes, you, you have to. I think if you're not approaching it in a in a creator, uh, like if you're not approaching it as yeah, a creator or exactly. in a business perspective, yes. then you it's a it's a you gonna get lost in that yeah, shit. It's it's yeah, it's bad. No, <laughs> I watch a lot of podcasts in general myself just because obviously i'm in this space now so i'm always like trying to learn and listen and i I like listening to other podcasts too but i definitely listen Uh, so many podcasters are able to basically create their own content and shows from content from tiktok because some of that stuff is so crazy and out there (laughs) there's this one lady i like watching on tiktok it's one of the few people i do watch but she's pretty (laughs) funny she uh she goes, she goes like, she always starts her video off. She goes, everybody's so creative. And then they, they, they show like yeah. these people cooking terrible shit. Yeah. And she's like commenting while they're cooking terrible things. And she is hilarious. I cannot remember this black lady's name, but it's like, I'm like, where does she find these cook videos? Cause it's like, it's the worst it's crap like people cook. Yeah. They cook out. I'm like, what are you cooking? Like this, this one lady put like hamburger meat with Skittles and oh, I see those yeah, videos. it was terrible. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> and it's gross. And then like, they'll have somebody commentating. Yeah. And be like, Oh nice. That looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, like she's is like, doesn't this, this look delicious? Something people- you would never eat, but specially different. Like it's, <laughs> that bro, shit goes viral. It's, it's, she is hilarious hilarious I, bro if you watched her she's funny and so it's like i'm scared, I'm scared. <laughs> but it's like if you find your niche yeah. bro yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it can help you grow yeah. man so yeah. it's um it, man it is interesting it's, in this day and age it's been weird because i feel like i'll post the same videos like i'll post a tiktok right and i'll mm-hmm. post that same exact video on instagram mm-hmm. and it'll do better on instagram than my tiktok yeah, like way better than my than my tiktok and i'm just like you really got to figure out that algorithm. And there's people, I mean, yeah. they make whole YouTube channels on how to figure out these algorithms and all that stuff. I don't know. Again, I think, I think though, like, it comes back to, like, if you're on there constantly, then you, yeah. like, yeah. like, I think it's easier to figure out when you're on there constantly. Because if yeah. I use the same formula that I used to make my old videos blow up, now it's not. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Yeah. So it's like. It's always changing and evolving. And yeah. it's you try to. You have to be, like, on there consistently to, like, keep up. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, that's how they get you. <laughs> that's how they get you. Oh. No, well, I got a, maybe one or two more topics before we get out of here. Um, the biggest thing I was going to ask you was obviously, um, and we and we kind of talked about it uh, vicariously through a lot of what we talked about, but um, how much is um, 
just like you said, your family and everyone's been supportive of you and your career and, and, you know, had, had, had your back on it. Like, you know, obviously we, we all know as men and you being a young man, like it's the people around us that help create us, you know, this whole misconception of like self-made, no one's self-made. You, you, you know what I mean? You got, you have people who are in your corner, um, who believe in you. Obviously you have, it starts with yourself, but of course there's people like for, like for instance, for me, um, just my own anecdotal experience. There's no, um, Chris Collins without Ken G, mm-hmm. right. You've heard me say yeah. that. I'm like, Ken believed in me. Um, uh, sure. shout out to Ken, an old Chinese guy who <laughs> believed in me and helped me to be, empower me to what I am today. So mm-hmm. who, who would you say those people are for you? Um, Definitely my brother, mm-hmm. Mark, um, my parents. I, can, I Honestly, like, I feel so blessed and I'm grateful every day for even, like, even through, like, the even through the best. I'm grateful for the support system that I have because, like, I know even going through, like, going to, like, meeting people in this industry, like, like I, like, having, this, having a support system like that is rare. And I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, just... My brother, Mark, and my parents are very, like, well, I, technically, like, my whole family really is, yeah. you know, I'm grateful for everything they've, you know, like, taught taught me and everything they pushed me towards. And um, they've been just, they told me, like, you know, if you really, because the music, you know, I think the music, event, like, it speaks for itself if you, if you, if you listen to it. Like, over time, it's only going to get better is the more I continue to, do it and just you know keep going and mm-hmm. my parents and my family they all just tell me just keep going like yeah. just keep going don't stop yeah. <laughs> you know and I think um, them putting that belief in me just like help me you know mm-hmm. like you're saying so it's um, yeah it's really just this, okay. this is the support yeah. system right here yeah no and that's great I mean yeah. you know obviously where where would you like to see yourself you know when you're you're, you're 27, 28 years old. Who, what version or who, who is that Oscar when you're at that point? I think 28, 20, 27, 28-year-old Oscar is probably going to be spending a lot of time with his family. All right, good. Uh, okay. it's, it's just spending a lot of time with his family. Um, probably a, a little more tucked away at that point. Okay. You know, i gone through my young 20s already i'm thinking twice i went through all my 20 i went through, I, I wilded out for as you should, yeah, you should. <laughs> the next three <laughs> to four years right, right. you're about to be wilding out yeah, the next go have fun. To, yeah you know but you, i think at 27 28 i'll be a, a little more tucked away hopefully right. you know got a a large portfolio of real estate investments and, good and, uh, smart smart way to think have my money diversified where would you like your career to be? Where would you like that to be? Um, I think by 27, 28, I'll probably, I, I mean, I'll still be making music. I think I'm going to be making music for the rest of my life. Uh, I know I'm going to be making music for the rest of my life. Okay. So um, 27, 28, you know, hopefully still putting out projects, still going on tour, still, you know, hopefully the, 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 the residuals of all the work that I put in till then mm-hmm. is it will let me live the rest of my life, you know, mm-hmm. financially free. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, trust me. If you can make some money, do it. <laughs> yeah, <a> thousand percent. <laughs> make, make some money, do it. Mark, did you have any 
No, um, well, I want to ask G, like, for you, you know, like, I remember, you know, the days of when you brought him to me and, you know, we were trying to work him out and and seeing him now where, like I said, like, like he's really locked in. Um, How do you feel seeing his growth from what? A little baby to your little brother to a teenager (laughs) to to now where, again, like I said, he's, you know, I feel like, you know, it's just a matter of time. You know, how do you feel? It's um, it's a little different because um, I went through phases where I was around and I wasn't around. Mm -hmm. I wasn't around when he was basically up to a freshman. What's you guys' age difference? Sixteen years. Okay, wow. So when I came back and I saw him as a freshman, Hmm. eighth grader going to freshman. I was like, oh, my goodness, you've grown up so much, you're so big, <laughs> right. this, 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 and that. Now that I'm kind of with him on a on a daily basis, I get, I bet the relationship is just different. I know his expect, like I, um, like Mark will with some of his players. Mm-hmm. I'll call him out on like, oh, so you getting your shots up, basically? <laughs> Are you doing yeah. your drill work? Right, Are you right, doing yeah. this? Um, I think... Um, He's obviously way ahead of a lot of kids his age. Mm-hmm. And I always have to like go back to the fact like, okay, you know, you know, he's, he's, he's in a good spot for where he's at yeah. um, and try not to be harsh on him mm-hmm. and try to kind of like, I won't say bite my tongue because he's got to take a lot of lumps on his yeah. own. Yeah. And it's like telling him, like, you keep going that way, you're going to catch a fat lump. <laughs> you keep doing that, you're going to catch it. You right. know? And it's hard. And I know for him, it's probably hard to hear that coming from me because, I mean, shit, my life, like, I, when I was single, no kids, hooping, mm-hmm. you know, I figured out late, you know, I got to be doing three days. Yeah. yeah I got to right. be doing four days. Right. I figured that out late. Mm-hmm. And by the time I figured that out, the trajectory of what I had yeah. done, yeah. It, it, it took a, a, a different turn. I had a son that had medical needs and I had to leave Mexico. I left my team mm-hmm. at a time when it was probably the best situation basketball wise I had ever been on. Uh, Our games are finally going to be on television. Everything's going to be, you know, like crispy. Right, we got a right, banner of ourselves right. hanging outside. <laughs> All right, it's go time, you know, and then I had to leave. Much respect I for to, that. Though. I had to split. Yeah. I mean, my son, my son was born in Mexico. Okay. So I had to bring him over, and I and I have to. So I so. Back to your question, mm-hmm. I've taken so many lumps. You know what I mean? And it's hard for me sometimes to like <laughs> disassociate and not be like, bro, like you need to do. You know what I mean? You gotta like, let him go I, through it, right? Right, yeah. right. Because because yeah. uh, the the age difference, it it, it kind of creates a barrier which I'm sure a lot of parents yeah. that coach your yeah. kids yeah. struggle and tell you that's guys true. about, they right. won't listen to me. I right. try to tell them this. Right. But if you yeah. tell them the same thing, he's going to listen to you. Yeah, you sure, know what I mean? It's so, a different so, voice. And I have to, um, and because I even noticed it, the receptiveness of when I'm around all the time as opposed to like, okay, now I'm dip, you know, and right. I come back and the reception is so different because yeah. yeah, it's easy to get someone excited about, you know, you're going to be a point guard next year. Right. You can work on your handles like this, this, and that. Yeah. What's going to happen week three? Yeah. Week six, right. waking up 6 a.m. Yeah. You know, like, fuck. <laughs> like, I have point <laughs> guard positions. Like, you know, so, right. so to me, you know, and we have different goals now. His goal is all music stuff. Yeah. My goal is like more like, 
get my family and my, you know, my business sis to where we can spend time with our family yeah. and watch him. Exactly. You know, I'm sure you guys kind of like, you know, think, so oh, I'm yeah. thinking of retirement. So, yeah. right, right. so for, <laughs> yeah. for, for him, you know, for me to see him, like I have to kind of tone it back and, but he's grown a lot. Yeah. Grown a lot. I've noticed it. Shit. After we, after we're done here, we're going to play some shit. Unreleased shit for Chris. <laughs> yeah. so, so he can see. Oh, nice. Nice. I, mean? I appreciate but, but, that. But, but Look forward his, to that. His growth is, uh, yeah, man. I, I mean, shit, we've seen it, bro. Yeah. He, he went, uh, and it's funny because I'll bring this up. So Woodland right now, I don't know who's coaching Woodland High. Um, I know, I, I know, I know, <laughs> I know my boy Joe uh, uh, Munoz, uh, uh, that th- th- he's got a good thing going on over there at WDLD. Shout out to him because he's, he's trying. He's trying, and they and they have a team there. Um, but shit, when me and Mark, we didn't bring this up, but <laughs> we were training him as a freshman. They were there, yeah. Don't come around here with that GGT shit. <laughs> hey, come around. I don't, I don't know what your brother's teaching no, us, but this is how we do shit here in Woodland. We ain't gonna be competitive. We're gonna lose by 20. Oh, All right. It was. Like, there was times where, like, that's crazy. There, there was one time, actually, specifically, where um, we were playing. I forget who we were playing, but it was a home game. My brother was there, and he tells me, he pulls me to the side, like, after a play, and he's like, yeah. He's like, hey, bro. He's like, just get get low, have your hands up. Right, like something something simple. He's like, right. get low, have your hands up, make him change directions like four or five times. He's gonna lose it. He can't do it with the left hand. I'm just like, all right, bet. <laughs> and then I get over there and then get to the huddle and he's like, coaches. I'm not gonna say a name, but he's like, I don't know what the fuck your brother's telling you. <laughs> oh you need to fu- you need to stop fucking listening. You need to, this, I don't know what your brother's telling you. you like I'm trying stop. to win, dude. Yeah, and it was just like ego. Yeah, you deal with that. <laughs> I know exactly a lot about that. Yeah, and and it was you know the basketball thing for him. It was fun because I asked him. I was like, bro, I can sit in the stands and like shut my mouth. I loved and just it, watch. bro. I loved it. I, I'll sit there and shut my mouth and just watch. And like, right. I, I'll be as involved as he, and he told me. Oh no no no! Come to the side and tell me, <laughs> bro, yeah, bro. You know, uh, you know, Georgie. I learned this yeah, shit of course, from Georgie, Georgie yeah. Yeah, yeah. at ARC. Right. I learned this shit. Back then, it kind of clicked. This motherfucker was on the sidelines, and he got us to listen yeah. to him. He would, It was like playing a video game for him. <laughs> right, right. Telling, okay, now go screen over there. Okay, right. you're going to pop yeah, on this exactly. way. He's going to be wide-ass open. Run the play, boom, <laughs> bucket. And no, that's what like, you like right and, there. And, and, yeah. You know, Hell and, yeah. You know, and, and so, like, for me, you know, like, I would try to do that with him. It was fun because we yeah. had, because once he fun. went to Pioneer, the coaches at Pioneer yeah. didn't give a fuck if I was yelling at him. Because nice. yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they knew me, they respected, like, the ba- the level yeah. of basketball. Yeah. You know what you I know mean? You know the game and you right, played right, it. Right, right, yeah. right. This guy, I don't know if, <laughs> they, I'm not they gonna lie. I'm, they a, went viral. Oh, oh my bad. They, yeah, they went they viral went, over time for cutting people, like cut undercutting. undercutting oh, I remember that, bro. Right, you got Mikey Williams comment on that. You got yeah. all these They're like, like, yeah. like, 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 man, yeah, that's terrible. what's wrong with basketball. And these kids are probably proud of it. Yeah. Wow, that's the, But and I'm uh, all, all love to I went there. All love right. to I, high. All love to I wish, I wish, coach, I wish coaching paid. I would go take over that program. Right, right, right. If coaching paid, I would, I would want it. <laughs> it don't, <laughs> and then the stress that comes with it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. And then parents, parents it, make man. it worse. Oh, right, yeah. that's what the stress that comes with. It. I don't know how you do it, man. Yeah. Trust me, I, there's <laughs> different. Days, yeah, there's days I just say, all right, well, whatever. <laughs> I think I've built such a, a tolerance to it all. I guess you know. I think it's even yeah. weird that for me, I'm numb to like kids leaving at this point. Like I've, there's kids I'll coach from. 
fourth grade, fifth grade, they become sophomores in high school. So you're talking about five to six years of pouring and investing in the kid, and they'll just leave. And because because so and so told them to get an offer, or look at yeah, you know, or they want to play on the circuit, and my. My thing is, okay, you want to play on a circuit, cool. My teams are on a circuit, right? But um, they don't want to play against those top guys. They want to be with them. And I'm like, what? I just don't understand. It's more of a it's yeah. more of a feat if you if you fuck yeah if you bust their ass right. Yeah. Everyone's gonna be like, who's that? Is that? But yeah. it, that's instead, just not what it is anymore. Those guys go, they put on a show. You gotta, be, and then your player that is trying to coattail is gonna go get scrub minutes. Yeah, and then yep. and then their parents are gonna complain about mm-hmm. why and, they. And why? I'm not even in AAU basketball. Right. I just no, I just see it. <laughs> I'm and telling I'm like, you, it's I'm insane. I don't understand. It's like, why don't you want to go? at those guys and prove you're better than them you know and then and like i i again it's just strange just a strange cultural thing i have parents tell me um in one breath uh you know my 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 kid's not selfish it's not about him it's he wants to be a team player he wants to pass the ball but then the kid will text me i want to go to a program where um i get more touches and the balls (laughs) ran through me and i'm like do you understand you two are contradicting? Some Something's not communicating right because you're telling me that's not who he is, but he is literally directly texting me, this Tell is who me. he is. You know, so. I want to get buckets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? But they're like, but but my, my son is not selfish. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, well, somebody's not being honest mm-hmm. here. So I've just learned, you know, even um, – even like before the show when I was showing you all that sixth grade group, you yeah. know, my parents will always ask me kind of like, you know, I'm close with my parents. I end up falling. I be real. I end up falling in love with my kids and loving the parents because you'll really get to know these people inside and yeah. out the relationships, yeah. right? But I've learned I always have to keep them at arm's length. And a lot of them will ask me, "Why do you do that?" Like, you know, when we're about to eat, you know, like when we go out, we go on trips, right? We, I, I try to arrange things to where the kids and the parents have a outing. We go somewhere, bowling or eating together, whatever. I do that because I want that family feel for my teams. However, this is where I keep my distance. Like I'm sitting at my own table while the rest of everybody else is around. Of course, parents will come over and talk to me for a second, but I'm still distant. And they ask me, why do you do that? And I said, because ultimately I know you can leave at any point. And I have to do that to protect myself. And that's what's hard and strange about AAU now, that coaches and directors, I have to, like, protect my own feelings because I know at some point they'll leave or they could leave. And, of course, they'll always say the right things, you know. It's not you. You're an amazing coach. Everything you do is great. We love you. You're spectacular, but we're leaving. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? So I've really grown numb to it. And I don't know, I don't know if I could ever even go back to the other way. Like, you know, right I used on. to be like really, really invested in the kids and it would really bother me. Like when they left, I would really feel like a slap in the face. Now I just expect it. It's crazy. Right. So I don't know if that's ever going to shift. I mean, again, it just seems like loyalty is not it's a tough, thing. man. I'm so, like, I, I'm listening to him and, you know, I always say this, like, like I like, that's why I like what I do so much from a standpoint of like, that's cool. The you, training side. Yeah, yeah, like you can play at that, that at that AAU team, at that high school, right. you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, when I hear you like that and remembering that summer, you know, because again, like I felt like, you know, like the parents were talking to me different because mm-hmm. now I'm over here controlling their minutes, yep. who's playing. I'm not just in the lab trying to get them better. So, 
Yeah, man, I give you, I, I give you props, man. You, di- you, you special. You different. <laughs> That's one word for it. <laughs> or I'm crazy. I don't know either way. Either one, I'm gonna figure it out. Now, um, well, I guess. Well, my last thing before we get out of here, um, Oscar, if I want you to speak on, you have a kid listening. You know, twelve year old, thirteen year old, fourteen year old, fifteen year old, sixteen, seventeen, whatever, aspiring musician, artist, uh, what's your words of wisdom for him or her? I would say continue to continue to make the music that you enjoy and that you have fun making. And if anybody tries to conform you into a certain certain don't let don't let them box you in. Just keep doing what you love to do. Stay consistent with it, and and don't give up. Okay. <laughs> and you got an, um, uh, any tips for any, any tips? of these guys? Like a couple tips that were um, like what to look for, what to, you know, whatever. Tips, stay consistent with posting on social media. It's something I, I struggle with. Stay consistent <laughs> with posting reels. The Instagram reels and the TikToks will change your life. Mm-hmm. They will be consistent with promoting it, but don't be scared to promote an old song. Don't be scared to promote a song, even if it's been out for a year. Mm. If it's been out for two years, if that's it, just keep going. Don't give up on it. Unreleased music. Unreleased <laughs> music. Drop <laughs> that <laughs> Drop that yeah. shit. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Yeah, don't. Also, yeah, drop your music. Like, don't. Like, because it's so easy to get caught up in, like, oh, it's not perfect. Yeah, it's not. Per- it's never going to be perfect. It is never going to be perfect. And as much as you chase it, you can get, you can get to a certain point. Like where it's close and but it's ne- it's never gonna be perfect. So stop I, the cap. No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. No, um, no, no, good. No, no, no. Yeah, real talk. Yeah. Um, no, this is good stuff. Um, well, uh, Mark, you got anything no, else man. before we? Well, I just again, you know, just want to say thank you for being on the show. I think it's special that you guys both are on the show. Thank you, Chris. You know what I'm saying? Um. I feel that, you know, with the people that we've had on this show, mm-hmm. you know, from the wood, you know, we started with Marcus, uh, MJ, you know, I know we had Kendall. Now we have Oscar, you know, these kids coming from Fairfield, Woodland, um, Vacaville. Like I said, I think I think it's really special to know that, you know, getting to see you guys evolve and really getting to see what the future holds for you. I think is very, very exciting. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Excited for you and proud of, proud of you. Thank you. Dude. And then, uh, well, gee, do you have any uh, words of wisdom or anything left before we get out of here? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, well, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, thank you guys for taking the time to hang out with me this evening. And uh, me and Mark. And Mark, again, um, appreciate that you're back. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, uh, another one. And, another one going. Yeah, no. Um, if you made it to the end of the episode, you're a real one. I appreciate <laughs> you. You're a real one. We're hoping to get you more good guests. I got my boy Timo who wants to come on the show. He's just started an AU program called The Lab. He's a coach at um, Intercom High School uh, in Atomas and a former college teammate of mine. Uh, still want to get Coach Patrick from Sac State on the show shout out to him he says he's still down to do the show just gotta find time uh, 
please feel free if anybody uh, wants to be a guest. Um, all my social media is obviously attached to the description. So is Mark's. Yes, I will also attach Oscar's social media as well. So go ahead, look him up, follow him, support him and what he's doing. Um, and obviously, I look forward to hearing more music from you. Um, you know, uh, everybody stay safe out there. Obviously, you know, me mental health's a real thing right now. Um, again, I know kids, I'm critical on you guys, but I do wish and hope the best for everybody out there. Uh, everybody be safe. Mark, do you have any last thing? Are we good? No, man, we good. All right. Um, everybody enjoy the rest of your week or whatever and uh, come back to next episode. Hopefully we have some more fun stuff to talk about and we are out. I love that, man. I love that. I love Let's that. Let's go.